Oh, we don't have a name for the episode. Oh, God. What's the name of the episode? Um, Who wants to decide that right now while we're on stream? Yeah, yeah we have to decide. Might as well just ask the people at this point. Mike. <laughs> no, Curry, thanks, uh, Queen Hello, Curry. everyone. It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. And welcome back to another Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up. This is episode 71, Queen of Curry, which I forgot to add in as the name of the episode, so let me do that real quick. But I hope you guys... Oh, there we go. Are having an amazing Wednesday evening. We appreciate you making us a part of your Wednesday nights. The most watched and talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's podcast in the world. And that is all thanks to you guys. Smaller crew on set here for you tonight. But nonetheless, it will be a very fun discussion as it always is. I feel like this is kind of the, the three musketeers, if you will. It's myself, always, always Nick T, Pete. How you boys doing? Doing great. How about yourself, buddy? I'm doing well. Pete, how you doing today, my man? I'm chilling, man. Chilling, killing. Chilling, oh, killing. Chilling, killing. <laughs> Love it. It's Halloween season. We got the spooky tree in the back. We got uh, the pumpkin contest yesterday. If you missed it, you have to go to my channel. You have to go to the playlist pumpkin uh, contests and you can find the painting competition there. Unfortunately, I came in last. Pete was declared our first ever uh, pumpkin contest winner, pumpkin painting contest winner. Uh, so he will be getting his prize very soon and that is something that we will be doing uh hopefully every year we think pumpkin painting was the way to go yeah that was so, a lot of fun yeah so uh we have a lot to discuss though tonight we're not here to talk about halloween or pumpkins or painting poning carving whatever you want to say with the pumpkins we are what? here to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s the Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s anime more specifically episode 70 which saw roman take on mimi in a duel that was enjoyable but obviously very predictable. Uh, at least I say it was predictable. Yeah. There was a quarter of people. There was a lot of people. There was like 30% last yeah. week. Yeah, there were a lot of people who, who said that I was actually an idiot for picking Roman. An idiot? Um, as, You're in the chat right now. I, well, I'm not going to stoop to that level. As intensely as I did, because I said I'd bet the house on it. I yeah. was very... I, I was... To me, it was a slam dunk pick, but, you know, people have their reasons. But um, we're going to talk about that episode, and we are going to talk about... 72, which is pretty interesting because it's going to see Hunt versus Bakaro, um, a very weird, interesting duel. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about our thoughts on that. And of course, we have to make our formal predictions as well. But I want to thank everyone who donated in the last Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s mm -hmm. Up. There are two ways to donate if you choose to do so. It is never expected or required. You can use the Super Chat feature right on YouTube or the link in the description. I get a larger percentage from the link in the description, but whatever you feel comfortable with, if you choose to support me that way, I am forever grateful. Um, big thank you to TNX Rail, Ice Aiden, Legendary Duels, Philip Rosewood, Pick Rick, Sin Cloud, Raphael Castillo, Electric Kevin, Nicholas Horton, Nick Schoner, X Slayer 64, Dark Emperor J, uh, Dark Emperor Janeth, Limestone, C Sanded Von, Solid Snack, Chapel of Flapple, Entime, Lorena, Laura, and a special thank you to Adola Burst, who last week donated uh, well over $50 and last night donated well over $200. Uh, Maddie, you've been out of control. Hopefully it's settled now. I hope his yeah, bank oh account God. honestly is lost. Well, I think <laughs> yeah, well, that's what that's happened to a few people before. Yeah. So is he here? He said you're spared for another nuke tonight. Good. Okay, well, I'm happy about that. Maddie, you have done me um, very well. So thank you so much for, for everything you've done for me and for being generous last sevens up. Um, well, um, what do you guys think about uh, 71? Why don't you start us off? What? Thank you, man. I, I didn't tell you guys I had a monologue, but... um. 
I do have a monologue uh, for episode 71. I didn't um, realize that, actually. Which, of course, was Roman uh, versus Mimi. And um, thank you for throwing it back to me. I, I do appreciate yeah, it. Um, with this duel, and even though this is just another win for Roman, it's probably her second least impressive win, uh, beating Mimi, a character that has yet to win. And a character, while I love Mimi a lot, I actually think she's a fascinating character. She's not a good duelist. The show has not shown her to be a good duelist, and that's okay. She's a great mother. She's a, a hardworking woman, and there's other aspects of her that make me really enjoy her character. Um, but with this, the Roman Empire is feeling very well uh, tonight because through 71 episodes, Roman has become the most winningest character, girl character, in all of Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, and let me tell you what I mean by that. When we look at one versus one duels, mano a mano duels uh, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime that were on screen, non-flashback, on screen duels, Roman now is tied with Asuka and Aki from GX and 5Ds respectively as having Thank the most one versus one wins of any girl character in the history of Yu-Gi-Oh! And guys, it, it's been 71 episodes. Aki had the same amount of wins in 154 episodes. Asuka in 180 episodes. Oh in half the time as it took Aki and Asuka, Roman has matched them in wins. And they only get to five wins if you give Aki her fifth win against the Cup Ramen Man, which was an arcade-style duel that took, I think, about a minute and a half. So I don't know if you even want to count that, but if you do... Aki has five 1v1 wins. And if you want to count Asuka uh, beating the maitre d', even though she took over that duel midway for her friends, um, I think Jasmine and Mindy, I remember their dub names, uh, which I believe was like episode 90, that would be her fifth win. So I don't even know if those are true fifth wins. But even if you want to give them to Asuka and Aki, Roman is right there now with her fifth win. And even though a lot of people can say, well, uh, Dylan, she beat Mimi. Come on, everyone's beaten Mimi that's dueled her. That's true, but the quality of wins has already been there for Roman. Uh, that's already undisputed. Yeah. Besides Mimi, she beat Arayarada. All right, nothing too impressive. She's beaten Yuga, she's beaten Gakuto, and she's beaten Roa. She is not beating a bunch of one-off characters that we've never seen again. Yep. She's not beating five characters that don't have wins. Like, if her wins were against Otis and Mimi twice and Arata and Schrodinger, then it's like, all right, well, all of her wins are, are cupcakes. She's stacking wins. She's getting wins against good duelists <laughs> duelist. and important characters. She's beaten two of the main three guy characters in the show, Yuga and Gakuto, and she hasn't dueled Luke yet. Um, it is no doubt in my mind that Roman, maybe not again from a character development standpoint, because I think that has been lacking in some instances, especially when you do compare her to a Dark Signers arc Aki, but from a dueling results perspective, Roman has been, in my opinion, shown to be the greatest and most winningest, now statistically speaking, girl duelist of all time in this entire franchise. And I think that is something that should not get lost uh, in this episode because there is obviously a lot to talk about. I'm going to list off Aki's five wins for comparison. She beat Misty, which was a good win, we think, Siner versus Dark Side. Although, Misty never actually won a duel, but we'll give you Misty. She beat Tetsu Trudge a little later on in that show. So, okay, that was an okay win. Then she beat Gil Ransborg, Commander Coda which was in those, that initial tournament. Two characters that we literally never see again. And then the Cup Ramen Man, if you want to give that 
which one of those five characters is on the same level of Gakuto, is on the same level of Roa, is on the same level of Yuga, our main protagonist. The quality of wins, along with the number of wins, has put Roman into elite category when it comes to dueling ability for girl duelists. And the Roman Empire, right now, they are uh, we are reigning supreme, reigning and supreme. Um, Roman has, to me, pretty much locked herself as being the best girl duelist mm -hmm. any Yu-Gi-Oh! anime has ever seen. Um, and that is where I kind of wanted to start. Uh, what did Thank you guys make of the episode, generally speaking? What did you think of Roman? Before I say anything, I'm just going to stop you right there because oh, um, Blake Engelbrecht came in here with a $50 donation. Blake, that come on, Blake. Thank saying, you so much, dude. Hi, Dylan. You're not saved from another nuke. <laughs> So, uh, Blake, that is a yeah. nuke, man. Thank you. So I gotta get like, cause I that's our. We need a sound effect for the nuke sound yeah, effect. Yeah, you do. And I'm gonna say quickly, Blake, that's on top you. of another seventeen dollars in donations. So Blake has donated sixty-seven dollars. Blake, thank, and we'll read the other. And we'll three. read those in order. Yeah, later, Blake, but, thank yeah. you so much, man, for that massive donation. We will get to all your comments, and thank you so much, dude. Uh, I have. I have now gotten, I think, eight or nine fifty-plus dollar donations in the last twenty-four hours. The outpouring Thank of love that all of you guys have shown me has been amazing, and I'm so blessed to uh, have the best community in the world. So, Blake, from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you so much, dude, and I hope you enjoy the show tonight. Thank you so much, Blake. Um, so, as for the thank you, man, yeah, general thoughts on the episode and and thoughts on what I said about Roman. I'm um, sorry, just give me one. Sec. Of course, Pete, do you want to start? Yeah, I think it's pretty clear i mean that she's the best female duelist in, in Yu-Gi-Oh. i mean I, I don't think there's any disputing that uh the episode itself like we're on a wacky ass trend here in this, in this arc <laughs> of, of what is going on and i feel like sometimes i'm just uh i'm watching a whole different show and that's saying something for sevens but like it's just been crazy and i'm not sure exactly where we're going what you know like what are we setting up here for you know we have all our characters floating around goha but we're not exactly clear like at least for yuga's perspective of like what does he exactly do here you know where is is he like the idea guy yeah because he's he has a direct line to the rest of the presidents outside mm -hmm. of yuo obviously which he's mia um but I, I, there's no clear villain of what's going on here in this Thank arc. It's you just, for we're just kind of waiting right now. So I'm, and now you have the duel next week where it's a interesting matchup to say the very, least. So very. what, five episodes in by next week or so we are in the arc? I'm like, I'm wondering where we're going. Yeah, and you know, the thing that's fascinating, and we're going to talk, of course, about the 72 summaries uh, and the 73. Actually, the full, the small 73 summary dropped about two hours ago. So we will have the 73 summary for you as well. Uh, 73 is episode six of this arc, and that's really the halfway point. Okay. If this is a 13-episode arc, episode six is literally the halfway point of this arc. So even though a lot of us are kind of, maybe there might be some people saying, oh, well, the arc's just getting started. The downside of having these 13-episode arcs yeah. is even if you're still in the early infant stages of an arc, like yeah. we are next week with Bakuro versus Hunter, yeah. you're already halfway through. So right. that's the downside to the 13-episode structure. So it has felt pretty random so far. Um, so you make a good point there. What do you think? Um, for better or worse, for, first of all, I want to say I love the episode. I, I love all the quirky weirdness going on. I feel like it's very true to the, the tone of the show that made me enjoy it from the beginning um maybe that's not the most conducive to 
uh, a flowing plot line. But um, for better or worse, I think this arc is probably just kind of a... I don't want to say filler arc because that's not the accurate term, but like sort of uh, a transition. Yeah, yeah, like the Gohan employee thing, which hanging out, maybe establishing some relationships between characters. Yeah. And then I don't think a whole lot's going to happen in the next six episodes. Maybe we'll see like a, a few things here and there, setting up a really, really setting up for the next arc is is what I I think. Okay. Um, at least that's, that seems to be the trend because again, six episodes in, we have not seen really anything. Yeah. That's and fair. I don't mind that. I know a lot of people might. I think it's. A nice breath of fresh air just for a moment, and then we can get back into some maybe heavier hitting stuff. Yeah. I would love, actually, if this is sort of the the, the foil to that, where it's like, okay, uh, I know we're giving you all this lighthearted goofiness, but that's just because we're leading into maybe right. some slightly darker territory. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe with UO about and... About establishing yeah. character relationships. Yeah. I mean, that could be what we're primarily doing in this arc. Well, 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 speaking of establishing character relationships, um, Mimi duels again. Yeah. Of course. Mimi loses again. I mean, As it goes. Um, it's like, how do you it's feel like about saying, Mimi? like, when you walk outside and going, wow, the sky's blue today. Yeah. Or, wow, there's, there's grass. No. You, know? you know, it's like, it's, it's very, it's very similar. I mean, I, I still, I still I, really do adore Mimi. I love Mimi. She's very yeah. motherly. And well, that's very adorable. It's I, just, She's just not. But I think that's she's not good. Yeah, she's not a good duelist. Yeah, she's a bad duelist, in fact. Um, <laughs> but you know, she's, you know, to to quote some other stuff. You know, yeah. She's not a bad girl. She just no. sucks. <laughs> you know. Um, no, Thank I, you. I, I, I think the dueling the is not the the focal point of her character. I think the her, the whole point is the motherly instinct, her sort of in, um, will to do good mm-hmm. for other characters, like the the whole motherly. Um, dynamic of her in this episode, I think, is more important to her character than the loss. Right, right. Well, that's the thing, right? If her character wanted to be the best Rush duelist, or if her character had any sort of goal, like we see in Yu-Gi-Oh! that aligns with dueling ability, then all of a sudden losing every duel, I think that does kind of say, like, all right, well, her character... You're really failing all your goals. Yeah, you're failing all your goals. But her, in no way, shape, or form... I mean, in this duel, she's dueling so she doesn't have to eat curry. Yeah. To to be fair, she was forced into this. She was forced into this. By the head chef. By the head chef. In no way, shape, or form does Mimi, uh, her character goals and ambitions correlate with her ability to rush no. And I think that's what makes it fine that she loses all the time. Yeah, I mean, my woman just trying to work so she can make ends meet for her... For her child, she's raising we, him by we herself. Haven't seen him we haven't seen him in a while. She probably years. hasn't seen him in a while. He's probably concerning. a grown man at this point. I mean, we haven't seen him. <laughs> I mean, so I can't even. He's tell. in the preview <laughs> for next episode. Yeah. I love how Bakuro, Mike, and um, Yoshio are in the next episode in seventy-two. No sign of Yagi or the club. Or you, the... you had to make a point of that, didn't you? I did. You feel good about that, don't you? Mm-hmm. I realized I confused something when we were speaking earlier, just because I want to talk about clubs for just half a second. Right. Um, when I said. The, the when I was talking about the clubs, that was from episode seventy, not seventy one. You were in the middle of seventy one, obviously. You're right. But I just want to confirm for all of you out there, like I don't know if and you caught it. Wrestle, there's a wrestling group out there. We have a wrestling club. <laughs> yeah, we do. There is. There is. There is. There's a so, character that looked like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, no, none of that. But they're masked wrestlers. Someone has like the. That'd be cool. Has has some ring gear. Well, on. remember the insect club was shown to us twenty thirty episodes ago, and now here they are yeah, potentially at the forefront. So you never know. The show likes to bring things back. We are going to be playing a game in a little bit, by the way. You might know it. You might have uh, seen us play before called Buy, Sell, Hold, where I will read four or five <laughs> theories that are circulating heavy 
in the community. These are theories that you guys are saying. These are theories that I'm just kind of peeking in on, and I am going to give it to these gentlemen. They are going to say whether they buy it, whether they believe it's going to happen, whether they <laughs> hold it because they don't. Yeah, you guys want to share with the class what's so no, funny? No, no, we really don't. Trust me. Unless you want to explain. <laughs> well, what is it? Oh. <laughs> No, that's okay. Um, so, yeah, we're going to play that game in a little bit. Um, something else happened this episode that we obviously need to talk about because um, it's it's one of the most implicatory things that came out of the episode. And that is obviously Mimi bringing to the forefront, bringing to the audience's attention um, that Yuga could Thank possibly be for the sixth the sibling. Seen a lot of mixed reactions to it. I've seen a lot of people say because Mimi is being so obvious about it, it means automatically that that is not going to be the case. That the Yuga Six sibling theory is dead, it's shot down, and Mimi bringing it up means it's dead in the water, just like the swirly stuff. Then I've seen other people say, but what if it's Sevens trying to get in the viewers' heads? where they know that the viewers don't trust Mimi based on her getting Swirly wrong. And maybe this is kind of a fake out where Swirly, or it's not Swirly, where Yuga actually will be the sixth sibling and Sevens is just trying to completely just blow our minds. I mean, what do you guys think of that? I think it's pretty uh, unlikely. Okay. I, I know that was our theory early on. Right. Because of the so opening. Because like, of the it opening. It would be cool if it happened. I just think... Almost everything Mimi says, probably not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's just at this point, I feel like we we've we've put down that theory already. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Um, I'll be honest, I wasn't paying attention. I, was <laughs> I like this guy. I was worried about uh, figuring out. This guy's honest that. with me. You know what? Then we'll get we'll get we'll talk to you about it later. Um, because it will be part of the buy sell yeah. hold game. I mean, it's just you know one of the more. Um, fascinating things, right? Who is the sixth sibling? It's something oh, that yeah. we've wondered for a very long time. Uh, Roman uses her new fusion in this duel. Um, I said fusions are going to become fast and furious in this arc. That seems to have mostly been the case. What do you guys believe? Um, what did you guys think of Roman fusing? Did you like her fusion monster summoning? What do you think? Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. So far in the series, that has been my favorite animation of the entire series. Okay. Um, I love the card design. I think it's incredible. I love just like the animation of the summoning itself. The I think the rendering of that that card and sort of a CGI format is really good. And just like the the colorful and like very stylized background. I just think visually like it was one of the most appealing things I've seen in the show yet. I, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Wow. High praise, Pete. What do you think? I thought it was awesome. I thought the animation was great. Um, I think it's more interesting than Gakuto's fusion. I could yeah. at least say that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, are there other characters on the show, like a UO or even a Luke man, that I enjoy more on the fusions? Sure. But I, I like that it fits exactly what she does in terms of her always sacrificing life points and then adding life points. Like, it fits right into the theme of what she is doing. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And anytime anyone gets a fusion, I'm... Mm -hmm. I'm always paying extra attention. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Mimi's deck, something that I loved about this episode chat, Mimi's deck has been a love song to the early OG monsters Change in Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm -hmm. You have a monster that is clearly a, a based monster off of Change of Heart. I'm sure all of you guys got that, which obviously is a spell card, but the monster in the Change of Heart spell card, which was used by Bakora 
So it was a card that not only do we all know from early Yu-Gi-Oh days, but it was important in the Duel Monsters anime. I believe it was Bakura's favorite card, mm-hmm. right? He said that was his favorite I mean, card. He and it came in the the Duel Spirits duel. Yeah, in Duelist Kingdom. Like episode 13. Yep. Yeah, one. and it symbolized, too, the different aspects of Bakura, the evil and the good. So that's a very anime-esque card. And then you have the giant crazy panda, which was also used in Yu-Gi-Oh! So <laughs> it was... Fire. Great character. By a great yeah, good father. A great father. So you have a lot of um really great moments in um in this episode that are great callbacks to early um Yu-Gi-Oh, which is awesome to see. So Mimi's deck continues to be a love song, a third version of Diane Quito. You had regular, prison master, now you have the She chef. literally could do anything. She could do Diane anything. Quito. Anything. They should make a Diane Quito anime, that's what I believe. B- based on her specifically. Based on her, her like she's a living like well, because, character. Because I think she was probably a, a prison warden at some point. Right. Then maybe she tried to get away from that life, became a mom. Okay. Um, and we know in her elder days she becomes the cure master, so she has the ability to heal. Because okay. um, that was the Where's original the chef in Diane Quito. Well, the chef is when she becomes a mom. Okay. And so she gets away from the corrections officer lifestyle, and then, um, you know, that's basically uh, what happens. So, um, yeah. I, I kind of want to see that now. Yeah. I that really would animate that. I would. I want Mappa. Studio wow. Mappa. Oh my God. Let's throw money at it. Yeah, throw money um, at it. Honestly, though, like in all serious, I would read like a, a one shot of like uh, like a manga of like a short little. Hey, here's a little Dying Keto, the life of Dying Keto. Um, I gotta use the restroom. I'll be right back. I think it'd be really interesting. I, I'd be into it. I'm also freaked out of what's taking the place of Dylan. Uh, you know, he's our, he's our buddy. He's our buddy. He's our buddy. It's Halloween here. It's Halloween here. And, uh, yeah, there's, God, if you could see the things that are in this basement. Oh, my God, it's a mess. Behind the camera, it's, uh, something for Halloween. It's, it's, <laughs> I think that's it's, the best way to describe yeah. it. And it's not even fully set up. I mean, we have some things that aren't set up yet. It's some horrifying pumpkins. stuff back there. Got some bats, webs, uh, Yugi Moto. The rugs are laid out, which I'm worried That's right. The ru- yeah, I am a little worried, but, yeah, the, but he think, said he's going to wrap it in yeah, plastic. It's going to be like an old Italian household where, like, remember they had, like, the, the, the oh, old plastic gr- oh, on Oh, my the, grandmother on the- with her couch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Be like, don't spill it. Grandma, if I spill anything anyway, it's, fl- it's, it's plastic. Like, I don't know It slides right about. off. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be that. Chiose came in here and said, Yuga isn't the sixth. Because it's the option that makes the most sense. Sevens doesn't Thank like to make sense. Thank you for right. the donut. I feel like we got rid of that theory that yeah. like he's not the six of yeah. I think okay. we had started agreeing that he probably wasn't. And then Mimi confirmed it. Because anytime she f- figures something yeah. out, it's dead in the water. But you know, there is a part of me... Do you think she might be onto something? That believes that the writers are trying to do this like circus... Logic. Oh, it's like oh, where they, wrong, where, where wrong, um, everyone's wrong. gonna say, well, she's wrong. So Yuga's obviously not the sixth sibling, and then oh, this is the one time she's right. Even they do say, even a broken clock is right twice a day. They do say that. I've heard that expression my whole. People have said that about me a lot. Yeah. So like, have you been able to put together like why? No, I just thought it was a compliment. It's because I'm right. Yeah, well, yeah, but um, yeah, it, it'll be, it'll be very interesting to uh, to keep an eye on that. But um, any other thoughts on the episodes, boys? Two episodes in a row um, that we threatened to blow up uh, the Goha building. Yeah. Probably not a um, a desirable trend. No. Keep going. Now I want to see, like, Luke or uh, Gakuto maybe accidentally or yeah. attempt to blow up the, the building. amazing shot, best shot of the episode of uh, Luke looking like he has rabies yeah, in dude. the rafters of the 
the science lab uh, just foaming at the mouth with two spoons and just attacks those scientists with a curry. Great shot. It's great. Yeah. I feel like now that's another trend that we've been seeing is characters making horrifying faces. Yeah. yeah. We've got we, we saw that with a few fun. of the chefs in yeah, this episode. Yeah, a few of the chefs in this episode. Rock. Yuga in the last episode yeah. when he was just terrified. He was like ready to... You know, so and I yeah. love the little twist too of like everyone, basically Gakuto and everybody else, rooting against Roman <laughs> because they're afraid she'll destroy the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They um and then, and then Luke rooting for her because he just wanted to eat some curry. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, we are gonna play a game, chat. Woo! Thank you yeah. for you the dono. Yep. Hold on. Give me one second, chat. Give this guy a moment. Holy, really diluted people. Dylan thought Luke was the sixth. Oh, oh no! There's a lot of that. people. Well, I don't. <laughs> there were a lot of people that thought Luke was the sixth. <laughs> um, maybe you're just among the deluded. Uh, yeah, but there he were there were a lot of people. He does lead the deluded. It's the dead leading the dead. Yes. Like I mean, the thing is, a lot of people will make fun of me when I get things wrong. But then when I get things right, oh, no, you meant in they don't give you credit. I never got any credit. Yeah. I've been saying for I've been saying since we saw Kakako. It hasn't been proven yet. It hasn't been proven yet, but it's all been confirmed. Um, you know, we'll see about that. But um, let me let me get the uh, the game up. I'm having issues with it. Um, Caliber came in and said, "Want to play a game?" Thank you for the, the dono. This guy thinks he's funny. <laughs> He, that guy is funny, by the way. It's time to play the game. It's time to play the game. Okay. All right, chat. We are playing a game we like to play called Buy, Sell, Hold. It's time for Buy, Sell, Hold, <laughs> where we listen to your cracked-out Yu-Gi-Oh! theories and we tell you to buy. I want you to buy. Sell. Sell, sell, sell. Hold. Hold, please. All right, so we have to start with so where good. this episode uh, was the big indicator, obviously, for this episode. Um, and for those of you that don't know, they're going to tell you whether they're going to buy into it, whether they would buy more stock, whether they're going to hold. They think, ah, maybe, but maybe not. Uh, or whether they're going to sell, whether they really just do not believe in this at all. Um, so, uh, gentlemen, the buy, sell, hold. Yuga is the sixth sibling. Um... I'm going to hold. Hold, please. Nice. Um, because I, to your point, I think there's two, or two sides to this coin. Where one, yes, the whole joke is that once Mimi confirms a theory or, or catches on to a theory, it's dead in the water. But I think you're right. I think there's a very possible, very highly possible chance that the, the show is playing this, like, sort of game with us where it's make Mimi look dumb, basically, by, like, getting everything wrong, and then one of these days she's going to catch on, and she's going to be, her hunch is going to be right, maybe also getting no credit for it. Yeah. So, similar to you. Similar to me. Thank you. Um, so, and again, chat, please play along as well. Pete, buy, sell, hold. Yuga is the sixth sibling. I'm also going to hold, believe it or not. Okay. I, I'm hold, surprised. please. And I'm, I'm holding on Thank you the simple fact that the we know dono. almost next to nothing about this man's past. And so that could connect him to the rest of our five siblings. Now, is this theory dead in the water if that person in the flashback was the sixth sibling that brainwashed Yuo after he was defeated in a, in a master-style duel? Yeah, then that's probably gone. But for that slim fact that 
maybe this is right of why he's here. Like, there has to be a reason why Yuga is here, why he accepted this position, and why he's here. Maybe he is researching more about his past life. I, I lean more towards no, but I still have to hold out a little yeah. bit of hope for that. Okay. Uh, so two holds on that. What's chat saying? What's the majority on chat? Um, a surprising amount of hold. No, uh, very few buys. There are some. Yeah. Surprising amount of holds, and of course, a lot, a uh, decent amount of sells. Actually, I feel like the sells and holds are pretty. Yeah, they're pretty neck, neck and neck. neck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Caliber said sell, 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 sell. All right. Um, buy, sell, hold. We have not met the villain of this arc yet. Oh, buy. Buy, buy, buy. Yeah. I. I mean, <laughs> we haven't. If anything, at the very least, we've like met him, but not established. Like he, we've seen him, but not established him whatsoever. But like, I even doubt that. We're just like nothing again of note has really happened. This so time. you are not a hoe, not main villain for you. No. I Ooh. I don't know now. It's it's tough. I mean, that it, the ending of seventy is pretty ominous. I mean, that it's really you know. I mean, what do you think? Uh, we have not know. met the main villain know. of this arc. Buy, sell, hold. I'm selling. Okay, wow. Um, sell, sell, sell! I think Nanaho, uh, in a combination of UO hanging around in the background there, I mean, we're we're getting too deep into this arc now, assuming it's 13 episodes, to not set someone up as an antagonist. Um, I, I think it's hard that we're probably, like, if we get it next episode, it's at the end, end of the episode, and that's what? The fifth episode in already into the arc? I feel like we're not going to drop a whole new character and then get rid of them six episodes later. So for that, I have to say sell. Well, what's fascinating is if you, besides the first arc, if you consider there was really no villain of the fourth arc, Asana in the third arc was very early. Nail was hinted at very early. Right. Um, Yuo was shown very early. Although, I mean, I wouldn't say Luke Man was the main threat of that arc, but I guess, you know, that... that you could say by the end, less, he had the yeah, most duels. Maybe by the yeah. end. Um, but yeah, kind of interesting. I'm, I don't know, I'm very in the middle. I still think it's going to be the guy that Yuo's dueling. So I holding? think he's going to be the orchestrator. So I would hold because technically we haven't met that guy yet, but I don't know. That Yuo's... Oh! Yeah, the guy that wipes so, memories. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's going to be... Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see, but what's chat saying? Um, a decent amount of... Actually, mostly buys. Most, so mo mostly mo buys. So most people feel we have not met the villain of yeah. this arc. Right. Okay. Someone specifically said Nanaho is like a side villain, which I would also agree with, I yeah. think. Um, I mean, she. I feel like she has a... That, the whole branch of... um. What's the family name? Uh, Nanahashi. Oh, uh, Nanahashi, yeah, yeah. Could be a pretty good contender, like later down the line right yeah that's true her specifically maybe a little side villain yeah it's fair all right very uh, ominous ending though the third one speaking of that ominous ending in 70 and speaking of nanaho who obviously lost her first duel against yugo uh yuga excuse me uh buy sell hold nanaho will never win a duel pete i'm gonna hold on that okay who will never please nanaho because i We'll never win. win a duel. I think there's a chance there that if she is not the main villain of this arc or the arc goes longer, then she could become a recurring character that's kind of a thorn in the side of, you know, Rons and Renesuke and Yuga for that matter. Yeah. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on that right now because I think there's a potential that she can get one win. 
Okay. But you can also see her never winning. Yeah, definitely. Nanaho will never win a duel by sell hold. I'm going to sell it. Okay. Um, sell, sell, sell! I can, yeah, I, I could see her not getting a win. I think there's a highly likely chance that there will be... Again, sort of coming back to the whole side villain thing, I think she could very much be like a foil to Ronza Renesuke as the, like a direct competitor. Maybe she gets a Renesuke, a win against Renesuke. Um, so, I think that's a pretty high chance. Okay. Okay. Or, even, or maybe Ronz. I don't know. Maybe Ronz or Renesuke, I think she could beat. Okay. Um, and we're going to stay with another potential uh, threat this arc. Um, Yuo mm-hmm. will not duel this arc by Cell Hold. Oh. Say? Sell. Okay. Sell, sell, sell! Would love to see us pivot into a more serious arc by, like, UO going up against the... Wait, what, what episode actually is the, the memory duel? Do we know? No, we don't. It was... it was The memory duel was shown to us in 68. Right. Yeah. I'd like to think that would be, could be, the, like, the last episode of the arc. Okay. So I think we'll see it. Buy, sell, hold. You all will never won't duel this arc. Bye. Wow. Uh, I think. Uh, bye, bye, bye. He's a character that's gonna. These presidents, I think, are staying around. I think that's even more solidified that they've been restored to their presidency, and our crew works there now. So I don't think they're just gonna disappear unless it's for some crazy mission at the end of this arc. And I think UO is playing more of the long game here. I mean, we just established that he's probably not once again the main villain of this arc. And so, to me, the next time he duels, he'll probably lose. So, I don't think you just bring him in to lose and that's it. So, I think he's going to be a background character for right now. So, you do not think he will duel this arc? Yeah. I I could see him teaming up with someone and feeding them info, but not actually being the front face for it. Fair. Very fair. fair. Um, What was the uh, chat on that? Seems like it was a pretty solid mix, I think. Right. A lot of sells, a lot of hold. A lot of sells, right. a lot, yeah. All right, and the final one for this game of buy, sell, hold. Um, the sixth sibling will not be revealed again the rest of this arc. Buy, sell, hold. Buy. Wow. Oh, sell, 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 sell. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> so bye, bye, bye. It's okay. Um... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I I think uh, I I think I get the feeling we're gonna get what we got last time, where it's like Mimi just gets this hunch. She figured out it's Yuga. We're gonna lead up to the big reveal, and then oh, uh, she's wrong, and we're not gonna tell you who it is. Okay, so you do not think we will know this arc by sell hold. Six sibling will be revealed this arc. I'm gonna hold on it right now okay. because I think there's a won't be revealed this the, arc. Oh, sorry. There's a pretty decent chance that the end of this arc, I think that's when it's also revealed. I think the fact that Mimi once again brought this up to the audience uh, means that they're not going to have this hanging around for 25 more episodes. That We're, we're going to get there. Because remember, we have to get there, and then we have to establish that character. And then we have to establish that character theoretically as a threat. To probably win a duel and then lose a duel. Like, so if you believe it's a new character. Yeah, well, I, right. I think it probably is. So... Right. We got to get to that. So I feel like the end of the arc, we get through some of this character building, maybe Nanaho, UO, and then we go into that. Yeah, I, I think he will be revealed at the end of this arc. I, yeah. I would I would buy or hold that. I wouldn't sell it. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, very interesting. Well, guys, that was another game of buy, sell, hold, Yu-Gi-Oh! edition. Game, Thanks for stopping by. Buy, sell, hold. Um, appreciate you gentlemen playing. Thank you for playing in the chat. And, um, you know, a lot of interesting theories. We Definitely. will see um, what comes through. I remember one of the ones that we did, uh, we did it in the middle of last arc, a buy, sell, hold. And I had asked you two, and I think Calibra was here, um, We will we see Roa... Asana and Neil all duel this arc, and everyone I think was sell because none of them were even mentioned. Right, and, and then all three of them ended up Roa twice. Yeah. All three of them ended up dueling. So that's the thing with sevens; you just don't know what direction the show yeah, no and these characters. No idea is going to go in. And speaking of uh, random duels, Bakuro ver Bakuro versus Hunt. Uh, that is happening next week. A weird duel, a wacky duel. We are going to be making our picks on that officially um, in just a little bit. But we're going to do some donations uh, for right now. Some donations. All right. Okay. So we're going to start with um, uh, the first Blake Engelbrecht uh, dono, which is uh, $10. Thank you, Blake. said, watch the um, Five Nights at Freddy's security breach trailer that came out today. It's really cool and play... Five Nights at Freddy's for Halloween. I know a lot of people do that, actually. it's uh, There's, it's, like, so many of them now, yeah. right? Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, like, five different editions. Yeah. Also, before... Very I, creepy game. Before I do that, um, if you're wondering how chat was feeling on the... And, Blake, thank you so much. And thank you for the nuke as well. If you're wondering how chat was feeling on um, Is Yuga the Sixth Sibling... 56% said yes, wow. 44 said no, over 100 votes. So um, if you're wondering how the Sevens, a portion of the Sevens community is feeling, most people feel, well, not maybe not most, a majority of people believe Yuga is the sixth sibling. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty fascinating. That is pretty fascinating. Um, so, you know, interesting. Um, I'm also interested to see where chat's going to feel Baccaro um, Hunt. Mm -hmm. That'll be interesting as well. But, Blake, thank you. I've never played Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I haven't either. I've seen it played. I've um, seen it played. I don't know if I'll ever play it, but um, I'll check out the trailer. Yeah, Why not? Cool. Yeah. It's Halloween. It's spooky. I like it. it is Blake, spooky. thank you, my man. Yeah. Another five from Blake. Um, I think if a new movie for Yu-Gi-Oh! comes out, Yuya will be the protagonist because he is the latest to join Duel Links. That uh, is not a bad theory, Blake. No. However, However. Um, if a new movie gets announced at Jump Festa in December, again, this is hopium. This is a massive hypothetical. It's a huge what if. Um, if a movie gets announced at Jump Festa this year, uh, it's not going to be released for another year and a half. And at that point, Vrain's World might come out. And then maybe you have a Vrain's character as the main lead. Or maybe you just have kind of a movie where there's not really a set main lead and you have a bunch of like big characters in it i don't know it'll be interesting but that's the one thing this jump festa where maybe we'll, that's the that's like the best case scenario right we got a fourth Yu-Gi-Oh movie so you know we'll, we'll see but um that, that's not a bad idea but remember when the movie does eventually be released after production and everything you you might not be the most recent one so um you know we'll definitely uh keep an eye on that and obviously we will be live december 17th for Jump Festa, all eight hours covering every single thing in case there is a big um, announcement. I want to do some from the link. Dark Emperor J, thank you for the $2 tip. Mimi, I need to win this duel to save the world. Writers, you know the rules and so do I. Dylan, everyone gets a fusion monster. Me, where is Mimi's fusion monster? Yeah. No fusion yeah. for me, mate. Well, um, yeah, we, we meant like relevant duelists. You get fusion. Geez. That's what we meant. Come on. I, I feel like, honestly, though, maybe not the most relevant. I feel like Mimi could have a pretty cool fusion. 
Sure. Think about it. No, dude. I mean, it'd have to be involved Diane Keto, right? Of course. But right. like a change of heart or like... Like she... Diane Keto and like a trash can probably. Something like that. Wow. Diane Keto garbage collector. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Konami. Right there. You yeah, could say <laughs> she's in a sanitation. <laughs> Diane Keto the garbage collector. Oh my god. Go. Uh, Dark Emperor. That's true. No Mimi Fusion. But hopefully that happens at some point. Solid snack. Thank you um, for the um, $2 tip. Another Mimi episode, so obviously it's another banger. Though, sadly, the queen took another L. Really thought she would win this one. JK picked Roman. But there's always next time. For real, I do hope she gets one win, even if it's a joke duel. I'd like to see her get one win. I don't yeah. believe it'll happen. I'd like to see her get one win. I, I would like to see it happen. What do you guys think? Will, will she get a win before the show ends? Before it ends? Yeah, I think she'll get one. one. Okay, I think it'll be, and everyone will like congratulate her because they'll know how down she was. And yeah, how she, yeah. <laughs> I I don't believe she will, but most of the team here, Solid Snack, believe she will. So hopefully she does. Um, Flail Lips, thank uh. you for the three dollar tip. I appreciate it. Did Dill forget me? Wow, first you got my name wrong. No, Flail Lips, I don't think you. Nope. Maybe I missed it. I'm sorry. Probably imagine during the opening. You also got it wrong just by Flail IPS. Damn it, dude. I didn't see it. To that was the first one I got. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll check that Flail. But if I did miss you, I'm sorry, man. I had no doubt I'm Roman. Um, chapter one will be done, but it's on my phone notes for now. But I have no links to send. All right, well, let me know when you do have links. Also, loved the episode. I mean. It was a pretty decent episode, right? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was solid. Overall, it was solid. Um, I would agree with that. It's normal wackiness. Did you get that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, solid snack. Thank you for the $2 tip. Also, Mimi implying Yuga is the sixth sibling. Buries that theory, so there's his thoughts on that. Queen of bad reads over here. Also, Dill, my guy, don't try to do another month of videos. You look like you lost half your blood by the end of August. Love you yourself. You exhausted, bro. I was tired, I man. I was scary, dude. I remember I would send you those videos of me with the coffee in the morning? Yeah, and you your still eyes would look like you were dead. Literally I didn't think my dead. eyes looked that and dead. Go, it was, <laughs> I'm, yeah, it was bad. I'm flirting with the idea of doing a video every day in November, but I am leaning towards probably not. Don't do it. Um, I'm leaning towards probably not. But I will let you know if I take that challenge again. Um, Solid Snack, love you though. And one last thing from Solid Snack. Thank you for another tip, man. I appreciate it. Another thing I want to say is, goddamn, Mimi's career, career trajectory is a mess. From executive to puppet CEO to librarian to explosives labs accountant. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she... uh, really hoping some meme things happen by the end of the show and she runs Goha, LOL, hashtag girl boss. Um, let me say this, Solid Snack. Even though I don't believe Mimi will ever win, the show will end with her actually being the president of Goha. I do believe that. I probably would also believe that. I yeah. do believe that. I think that would be a great end for Mimi's character. She's setting her goals high. Yep, so I do believe that. Um, but Solid Snack, thanks for all the uh, no. the love. Um, uh, X Slayer, yeah. thank you for the $2 tip. Buddy, I hate you for ruining my childhood character, Sonic, and not giving us a timeline. Also, is the Yuga, the the Yuga Theory is coming back from the dead. Ha 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 ha. 56% of people believe he is the sixth sibling. Hey, you know. And we we go back and clip us from the opening when we reacted to it, said we knew all along. Yeah, easy. Done. Easy. I would do that. We yeah. can frame it as however we want. And they'll have no idea. Oh. <laughs> we have two from Limestone that I'll read quick. Then we'll get back to some YouTube super chats. Thank you for the $10 tip, Limestone. I appreciate it. Between Otis and Mimi, who would win? Because they don't seem to be willing to give adults wins. Dylan seems ready for Halloween with all the creepy things he has in his basement. You have no you idea. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing a big Halloween party. Actually, Limestone, I'm going to show you something. 
Is don't. The, is the acorn bleeding? Yep. Don't and, don't do it. Also, who would win, Mimi or Otis? Oof. Oh, that's a combination of Otis. Thank Otis. you for you think, the oh, donut. You know, actually. Mimi might win that one, dude. I think Mimi might. Yeah, I think Mimi might win that one. All Otis, right. You Otis usually likes Have people. All right, chat, prepare yourself. Yeah, this is scary. This is like you might, you might not be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. I'm just okay. warning you. So this is. Do you need a hand, bro? I got it. Oh my god. <laughs> dude, it's in the, it doesn't do it justice. The camera, it's not horrifying. Uh, Absolutely. It's it decides, horrifying. It's it's way bigger than it looks on camera. Yeah. Limestone, I love that guy. Thank you, Limestone, for requesting to see that. And um, no one requested to see nah, that. No, nah, not at all. Yeah, it's uh there's some scary stuff in this basement, let me tell you. Yeah, it's terrifying down here, actually. Don't do it, dude. What's you? Yeah. You guys already know this one. You yeah, this one you've seen. Doesn't make it any better. Oh, reliable. <laughs> this, this is my favorite. <laughs> we just put it here when when Cal's not here. <laughs> this one looks great, man. Dude, this is oh definitely the God. best thing I have in my basement. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And you have a PS5 down here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of this. Anyway, we got we got a good Halloween-filled basement. Don't you worry. We, oh, and you, you, you've spent thousands of dollars on giant cards, and that's the best thing in your basement. Right. I want you to think about that. Not this yeah, I, want you, I want you to think about that. Or either of these blue gems. These, these gems. Blue-Eyed Spirit Dragon or uh, Arcana Triumph Joker. Yeah, they're not they're not the best. Bro! Static. <laughs> He's trying to wreck my pumpkin, guys. Oh, All right, limestone. Thank you, my man. I would pick Mimi. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, probably. I mean, Swirly beat. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. And Swirly also beat Mimi though. Yeah. So we have to establish a kind of. I think the point though is that Otis kind of like in these instances it makes people better. The context depends. I think they're like if it's setting up to be like oh like here's like a, a to make them better. Yeah. But yeah. Limestone. Thank you for the or, tips. Yeah. Otis. Husband. There you go. Long lost husband. That was a theory. We had had. Go, had no, go, that wasn't the theory. Had to go into hiding. No, they both worked at Goha. Yoshio doesn't have a dad. That was the theory we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. It's going to happen. I think that's... I'd love it. I'd be really pumped. Yeah, I would actually be pretty pumped. Yeah. So what happens. Actually, you know what? No. I think... She can raise Yoshio by herself without. Of course, I, I, that's been proven, and I think she should. I think if he's not in his life, he doesn't need to be in his life. Right, but maybe there were circumstances that he had. He to had to leave go on the run for Yoshio's own health and safety. Goa was hunting him. Wow. wow! I want Mimi to talk about what happened to Yoshio's father. I want a whole episode just about that. Yeah, I don't Mimi want to have a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I guess he won the lottery because that was six years ago. <laughs> Oh, I love this show. <laughs> All right, we'll do some more from the from the uh, super chats, and then we are going to talk about Hunt versus Baccaro. Interested to see what you guys are going to say. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt. Uh, I love this job. Um, we have five dollars from Drago for the dono. Um, even though it's a duel about Curry against Mimi, I love Roman's duel in this episode. The way she duels very serious, like she's in a high stake duel. By the way, yeah, I agree. 
I well, and that's the one thing that I have really enjoyed about Sevens that I think a lot of people enjoyed about Sevens that maybe they were a little critical on with Vrains, mm -hmm. whereas Vrains, every, a lot of duels were Ignis, which was life or death, or life or death. These duels are about ridiculous things. Maybe you have too much to one side, yeah. and maybe you would like a little bit more of a balance, but, you know, these duels, the stakes seem high. They're really not in a right. lot of cases, Absolutely. which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is funny how they played up to that role, but, um, which is funny. But, Drago, thank you so much, my man. Well, for Roman, it was serious. You needed somebody to eat that curry. Right. And Mimi still got out of it. She yeah. didn't have to eat it. Exactly. Yeah, no, you, you're both right. Um, we have two options, Blake Engelbrecht saying, uh, yes, you can watch it on YouTube, the uh, FNAF trailer. Okay. Yeah, Blake, so we will check that out, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Blake. You very much. Thank you, my friend. Uh, another 10 from Drago77Blue. Um, I, I both like and am nervous that Mimi makes the Yuga being the sixth sibling because I want that to be the case. But I feel like Mimi pointed out it may be wrong, like with Swirly. Yeah, so, I mean, we touched upon that at this we, point. We definitely now, went yeah. into deep blue. Thank you for a, a big $10 super. I appreciate it, man. Definitely touched on it, um, you know, during the opening thoughts. And, uh, you know, it's, for a lot of people, it's dead in the water now because of Mimi. For someone like me, you know, always thinking, like, are they trying to do, like, logic Olympics here where, oh, we're going to have Mimi post this theory and everyone's going to think, oh, she's definitely wrong because she was wrong already. Right. And maybe that means she's not wrong, so... That's some um, pretty messed up psychology, actually. Yeah, the a, show has shown messed up psychology yeah, exactly. before. <laughs> like, don't put anything past this show. No, I would not. So, yeah. something to keep an eye on, Drago. A lot of people yeah. want you to be the sixth, so we'll see. And 56% of people think he is, so. It's pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Can't find those numbers anywhere else. No. <laughs> uh, we have $5 from Philip Rosewood. Thank you, Phil. Um, Roman Empire, son. Hype for that. Um, I think Mimi has more losses than 9 and 0. Oh, and... Was it 0-9 Shingo? Is that, he said 9-0, but... 0-9 Shingo. Yeah. She does not yet. I think she's 0-5. Yeah. 0-5, I think. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, but yes, 0-5, yeah. I think she's 0-5. Also, uh, Dylan, going to send you uh, Chapter 2 tonight. Yeah, Philip, I responded to you on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it. It was your second account. Responded today. Really loved it. So send me Chapter 2, man. Excited for Chapter 2. Thank you so much for the super, Philip. I appreciate it, dude. Um... We have another $5 from uh, from Drago77Blue. Thank you, Drago. If the Sevens dub were to happen, would they change the aspect of Mimi as an adult looking like a child? Have her be more ma be a more mature sister to Yoshio. Um, she a no, decent sized change. That would be a pretty significant change. I mean, she, I guess you could... They could do that It doesn't change. have to be a decent ch sized change because it could just be an older sister raising... Yoshio? Yeah, that, that's crazy. Drago, thank you for another super. That's actually something I could see them doing. But why, though? Wouldn't it be funnier to get, to get in rid of to make fun of adults? It, to, to get rid I, of... I agree. To get rid of the implication that the dad left? I, I mean, I, again, I, there's a lot but of things that... The, also, the implication then would be that your yeah, sister, sister is raising... Yeah. True. But uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is no stranger to parents dying off. Right. So then what's the difference between one parent... And also, that's yeah, not you're, no, you're the right. only single mother in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, you're right. Um, Are you referring to Yo Yoko? I'm referring to Yoko. <laughs> you never watched Dark Five, this guy. Um, doesn't, doesn't do I need to? No, not to appreciate Yoko. Yeah, exactly. Um, that'll be interesting. It will be. It's a good point. I don't, I don't think they will, I but they I could see them it. doing it. Yeah, because they definitely don't need to. Because I think, to your point, the whole point is the. <laughs> the whole point is to make fun of adults. A lot of the, the theme of the show is like, oh, adults are kind of stupid. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so uh, that would be me making, and that would be you know. Yeah, I feel like that theme would work very well in a dub. What? what what's so funny? Yeah, what is funny? You want to share with the class? <laughs> yeah, you want to share with the meme? I have no idea what you're talking about. I have a word document. Yeah, I'll show open. you later. He's got a word document open. Yeah, he has a word document open. Um, thank you so much, Drago. <laughs> we're gonna do a couple more, and then we're gonna talk about seventy-two and seventy-three. Exciting. Mm -hmm. We have five more dollars from Philip Rosewood. Thank you, Phil. He said, "See, I told you my boy Bakuro is not only relevant for an episode, but he's yeah. also dueling my other boy, Money Making Mike slash Hunt. <laughs> Bakuro gonna fuse against Maximum. That's amazing. I love that guy. I love that guy. Making Mike. Money Making Mike." We're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about this upcoming yeah. duel. Yeah, that's yeah that a lot about money making. Yeah, I, he I, did make money. He made a lot of did. it too. Yeah, he's a. You know. I would say coming up, me giving an maybe not an opening, but a speech about how Mike relates to Dylan. It's coming up. I thought you were gonna say the the pitfalls of capitalism. I, I could do that as well if you want. <laughs> the side eye is so good. All right. Uh, we have, <laughs> thank you, Phil. Thank you, Philip. We have 10 Canadian dollars from Pick Rick. Thank you, Pick. Sevens has shown that adult characters aren't getting any highlights. Mimi being a middleman with being an adult but having the looks of a child with her losing duels but still getting screen time. Yeah, I, I think that's spot on. Yeah, 100%. Um, Remember she had to put the sign on her back that yeah, said, that said how adult. old she was? Yeah. 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 So she could um, drink at the bar, yeah. Yeah. God, somebody so somebody said they probably better. they would probably cut that scene from a dog. You just get milk, probably. Mm -hmm. They actually, they probably might end up cutting that all together. They'll cut that bar scene from the dove. Um, um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but um, we have one more. I guess with the, with the one more from yeah, I think that's a good place to, to move on. The one more from Pickrick, um, another five Canadian dollars. Um, it was shown that Yuo's memories and maybe the other siblings have been suppressed, which mean, could mean they have known Yuga in the past, perhaps. Thank yeah, maybe, you yeah. Their memories have been suppressed or erased. And it's just, it's interesting to me that, like, Nanaho, and I said this last week, you weren't here, I thought posed similar abilities when she did to Swirly, where she, like, yeah. took control of Swirly and then he couldn't remember anything. Yeah. Very similar abilities to what whatever character brainwashed Yuo in the flashback. So right. I don't know if there's some connection there. I'm not saying Nanaho is that, but I wonder if Nanaho is maybe working for that character. Very possible. That was something oh. I, I theorized last week. And actually, everyone at the table was like, oh, that's actually not a bad yeah. theory. So that's something that would not shock me she because could, yeah. the abilities seem very similar. That's a really good That point. she had the ability to brainwash and hypnotize Swirly, and then he doesn't remember what happened, as he said. And this character clearly did that to Yuo. And they showed that in back to back weeks or two of the last three weeks. So she's the um head of the the Nanahoshi branch family, right? No, she's the head of the insect club. Maybe she's the head of the branch family as well. I think they said didn't the they might they have said that she said, was part of that family. I, I could have sworn they said head, but they I, might have they said, might head. said they, head. they might have. Um, either they way, might. though, if that's the case, that could still mean that they serve a um an adult, a, 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 a like a also a Gakuto, like a sort of a foil right. to Gakuto, right? Because he's sort of like, we have Ronza uh, Minosuke who serve. Right. She also said she's the head. She's that okay, yeah. So we have, you know, Ronza Minosuke who serve Gakuto. Mm -hmm. If we have a cousin of them that serves a similarly a similar character, maybe, you know. Because we also saw, when they were describing the Branch family, we did see like a, a figure in that. 
I mean, that was just figurative, but like, yeah. you know, it could relate to our much bigger, uh, a bigger villain. Yeah, 100%. So that's something to obviously uh, keep an eye on. I think read two more because then I think uh, Phillips leads into 72. Perfect. We're going to read two more and then we're going to make our predictions and get into 72, 73. We have five Australian dollars from Electric Kevin. Thank you, Kev. What are your favorite mo fusion monsters in Rush Duels and your favorite fusion monster in the main game? Uh, favorite fusion in the main game is El Shadal Construct. Um, favorite fusion in Rush? <sighs> At the moment, it's UO. UO? Yeah. Yeah. UO is cool. I love that one. M main game for me, obviously, it's, it's it's Dragon Master Knight. Right, of course. Um, Rush, it's it's Candy Live by a long shot for me. Yeah? Yeah. I love it. The design, I think the design is so sick. Um, I think it's candy love for me too, actually. No. The one of the ones that have been shown because there's a, there's a couple that I love that have not been in the anime yet. Right. But of the ones like Asana's that beautiful dragon, the first fusion that was revealed for Asana, that's my favorite design wise. My favorite of the ones in the show is Romans. Um, I I'm gonna be so excited if Asana duel gets announced because I want to see that monster animated so bad, and I like Asana a lot. Um, what's your favorite main game fusion? I don't know if I can guess enough of them if I have enough on hand to think of one. Yeah. Honestly. No, that's fair. Definitely fair. Um, well, Kevin, thank you so much for the super and the question, man. And then um, the last one leading into 72, Philip Rosewood, $5. Can't wait for the next episode. I think Bakura will win since he's getting new cards, but he could lose new cards. Uh, lose. New cards don't mean instant uh, with R Roman Shushiko. Sushiko. Yes, True. of course. She yeah. got a new ace in there. And, and it then didn't mean anything. We, we all thought, oh, well, Roman walk over and Sushiko smacked her. Yeah. So, still back. All over the TV remote. Yeah. What do you guys, what do you guys make of that? Do you, so you, you don't correlate new cards with wins? Mm. Well, not after. Not, I not feel in like, sevens. No, yeah, not in sevens. I feel like that, that the Sushiko-Roman duel broke that trend. Um, yeah, it's still it, a tough call for next week, though. Yeah, it's definitely still it's a tough just call. It's just too... Up to this point, not really that important characters, mm -hmm. so. Well, I think that's a good place to jump off, right? That is a good place to jump yeah. off. Thank that's you, Philip, but yeah, that's. Yeah, we're, we're going that... we're going spoilers here, um, so if you don't want spoilers, now's your time to get off, but here we go. Um, so this summary came out not too long ago, uh, and this is episode. Yeah, you didn't give us, oh, you did say. 72, <laughs> the fantastic underground Luke factory. Uh, Hunt ran into Luke and the others in front of the Goha Corporation office. He thought that Goha gave off the smell of money, so he went together with Bakaro and Goha 7's newspaper club, who were at Goha to do interviews, to Goha's underground area. They discovered an abandoned factory in the deepest level, as well as certain machines that seemed like it came straight out of a dream. We that want. is, yeah, it kind of gets kind of weird at the end, whimsical a little bit. That is 72, 73, which just came hot off of the press um, ah. about an hour and a half ago. Um, an adult corporate entertainment rush tool, thinking that Yuga might be the sixth Goha president, so they're really mm -hmm. playing into that. Luke decides to curry favor with him, and curry favor, for those of you wondering, just means to try and, like, suck gain up favor, a little bit, yeah. gain respect. But it, but it obviously... It seems like a bit of a play on words. They give a play on words there of curry. Absolutely. Um, you also did the same thing. I don't know if it was unintentional or not. I was saying hot off the presses, Baccaro newspaper. That was unintentional. Well, that, that was, was good. pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Jo journalism jokes. That's it. Gotta love it. Um, what do you guys make of these two <laughs> summaries? <laughs> um, so the first, I mean, 
the the first half of the of, of 72 is it's funny because like hunt's new skill now is just being able to smell money <laughs> that's right it's not about it has nothing to do with archaeology anymore at this point it's no. Uh, money. Well, it's the business. The business turned him. Yeah, the business. Yeah, I mean, we did uh, say he changed. Yeah. Um. But it gets kind of off the rails, right? Oh yeah, he bumps Certain into Bakro. I can see that. It seemed like it came straight out of it. Yeah. Dream. What is that? Remember as well, Yoshio is in the preview, so his club, or at least him, will be involved in trying to find whatever is down there. Clearly, they find something. Yeah. yeah. I just like. I don't know how serious that's going to be. Like, it see, it sounds more serious than maybe it will be, especially because, like, Yoshio's involved. Um, I'm not, it's not a, yeah. that's not a slight against them. He just, like, I don't think we've ever had, like, a truly serious episode with the Apocalyptic Club. Yeah, that's true. Um, weird, weird stuff going Very on. Very weird stuff. 73. I'm still betting on that being some sort of arc five reference. Um, I don't know oh, what. I don't know where seventy three is going though. Um, Luke sucking up to Yuga. Gongenzika. Maybe it means Gongenzika. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I don't know where that's going. Um, so I, I don't really know where we're going. But I haven't known where we're going this arc for yeah, a while now. This arc is lost. This, this arc is something. I'll tell you Very that. bizarre. Um, we are going to. Um, what are we do now. Yeah, well, what else are we going to talk about? For a second, I thought the, the aura text said, fuck you. <laughs> I was hoping it did. I just see that on the screen, I'm like, oh my god. That's oh, not... Damn, I hope you get a text like that now. <laughs> I'm also going to be running a poll in the chat. I'm very interested to see what the chat's going to be leaning towards for this. I have no idea. I just also noticed the way you add group chats now, we it's not the we could have just used the Actually no this what never mind. No no, no it's still this works. is the right one. It was the other one. For some reason there was a, a group chat that consisted of the same people. Never forget. Dude, never forget. So she All knew right. that statement, by the way. What? She, she know you knew you said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, I just want to make sure. Um, oh, I literally... That's all right. You probably figured it anyway. Are you nervous? I didn't actually... Did you send it right? No, but uh, I literally... I, I was like, hey, you, I, I, was I literally like, I showed, don't even have showed him my screen and I already had typed in. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'm nervous. I don't even feel good about this. I'm not no, going to lie. I don't feel good. Are we all ready? Yeah. yeah. Three, two, one, send. All right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. wow. Okay. That makes sense. Well, we all... We're all together. Uh, Pete, who are you picking for this duel? Bakaro. Um, this feels like the way they're setting Hunt up. One, he's going to serve a greater purpose in finding this machine. So, mm. boom, there you go. That's yeah. his purpose in the episode. And two, they're kind of setting him up as they've been. I know it's been a while since we've seen him. Of, of kind of like, not an outright villain, but like he's not a great person. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah, so I feel like... That and also Bakaro, I mean, haven't seen a ton of him. Has yeah. not dueled since his debut episode in episode five. Yeah. Probably going to give him a win. Mm -hmm. um, I also picked Bakaro. Um, for a lot of the same reasons you listed. Um, I mean, I've always liked um, Bakaro. And I think he just... And I think for me, the importance of this um, this duel is the fact that now with the advent of fusions, we are showing that ma characters with maximums aren't unbeatable without a maximum. Right. Because that's the, that's been the trend. 
since we've seen maximums, they, they have they all the maximums we've seen lost to fusions. Uh, they haven't won. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that will be the trend. We'll probably give Bakro a fusion, and then he'll overcome the odds against the maximum. Yeah. And, um. So maybe he'll have a fusion. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. That would also be interesting. Maybe he'll have a ritual. We don't know what happened. Maybe he's gonna have a, a pendulum. You love pendulums. <laughs> so, Calibro and Dredger are also picking Baccaro. Am I on the Baccaro train? Hell yes, I am. I would never pick Hunt. Are you kidding? This isn't actually even difficult. I'm very confident Baccaro is going to win. Yeah, really. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Think about our introductory characters that were challenges for our crew. Um, Yoshio. He loses to Luke. His second duel, he wins. Menzaburo. He loses to Yuga. Or Luke. He loses to Yuga. His second duel, he wins. Um, Yoshio, I'm sorry, not Yoshio. Bakura was one of those three characters, right? Yoshio loses introductory wins. Menzaburo loses introductory wins. Bakura was part of that group. We haven't seen him duel since then. But not only that, this show does not reward greed. Hunt has never won a duel. Um, the salaryman Calzo, and I do have to bring him up because he was also greedy, he was money hungry, and he has not won a duel either. And even Mimi, who's shown those kind of values as well, not as much as those two, has never won a duel. This is a show that does not reward characters for being greedy. Um, and I think the win serves Baccaro better. Um, you know, we, we know what Hunt is. We know he's a sniveling little brat who would betray his friends if someone put a penny in front of him. So, like, we know what he is. With Baccaro, there is just a lot more to be desired there. Uh, and I think we're going to get that in this episode. I actually applaud the show for setting this duel up. Calibro said, as soon as I told him what this duel was, he sent the, the snoring emojis. But I was like, I, I actually disagree with that. If, if this was Luke versus Hunt or Luke versus Bakoro or uh, Bakaro, excuse me, or Yuga versus any of them, we know who's going to win. It's not even a, a competitive duel. But the fact that you're giving us two kind of random side characters that will have the focus and the spotlight to duel, I think that makes this a very fascinating matchup. And uh, I'm pretty confident that uh, Bakaro is going to win. I, I feel very good about it, actually. Um and I could obviously, ne even if I felt like Hunt was going to win, could never pick him. Um, Bakaro, I will be rooting very hard for you, and I hope you get it done. So we're all picking. Uh, we're all picking Bakaro. Yeah, we are yeah. all picking Bakaro. Yeah. Are you as confident as I am on it? I'm fairly confident. I I do want to say I think part of your confidence is fueled by your hatred for Hunt, but uh, your reasoning is good. Pete, what do you think? I just think that, as I said. You have so many similarities that you want to overlook of you and Hunt. All right, we're gonna move on. That's what Looking I in the mirror is a, it can be a difficult thing. It's a yeah. bit so. It, it can be. It can be. You know, horrifying. Have I ever? Movies. Have I ever said to you guys where I reached a certain point in my life? Have mm -hmm. I ever said to you guys now that I've reached this point in my life, I don't need to be friends with you anymore? Absolutely. Come like, be honest in front of the camera. I never have. Mm. He's he's lying, Chad. I, I think that there's been you know. <laughs> if I'm Maybe lying, I'm dying. In high school, you know, it's times you, just, you and Cal hanging out at certain points. You know, we wouldn't hear from you guys for a couple days. Twelve years ago? Yeah. The same. That's man. not even true. 
We, that's the proof is in the pudding, is what they say. There's yeah. no proof. This is and good. listen, we saw you run a very successful business, money hungry wise, in high school, selling, you know, chips and crackers and sodas out of your backpack. I think you know, at the end of the day, Hunt is just a misguided kid that has misguided. a lot of, um, you know, capitalistic, you know, intentions. You know, he's just trying to make his way in the world. And be a young entrepreneur. Misguided kid is the phrase they use to describe serial killers in the bio I, series uh, later. I think that's a little far and a little off base. Well, I, you well, you agree with me? If the no, <laughs> I mean he's a, he's a guy that's just chasing a dream. You know, <laughs> don't say anything. He's a guy that's just chasing a dream. That's all he is. And you know what? He's not Couldn't chasing a dream. He's not chasing a dream. The whole reason any of this exists, that the people here are watching right now, is that you chased a dream. I but, mean, you're, you're, but, but, but as, I you're as much like Hunter as you But, but I didn't say. sell out to chase that dream. And I wasn't... Well, I mean, that's something you could argue. Others <laughs> would argue something else. You're, that, this is a crazy... I, I, it's, it's a Sigma male grind set. And I think anyone... <laughs> what did you just say? What did you just say? A sigma male grind set. Instead of mindset, it's a grind set. Right. Um, I think if you're if you're if you're angry about Hunt, you know, and yeah, his um, it's because it's because he's making money trying to get his bag, and you're you're jealous or poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you see a younger you oh on my the screen, God. and you, you don't guys, like it. You guys, maybe back crazy. in the day, you thought about having. The a Nick, gold chain. No, no. The Nick Yagi. I do that. want a gold the chain. Nick, the Nick Yagi thing was one. That was one thing. This is crazy. This is some of the craziest stuff you've ever. You spouted. can't tell me <laughs> that you're grind in August. You grinded for the people. And you it, grinded for that bag. Yeah, you did. You did grind. It was not. That's, it, that's exactly what this kid's doing, man. Yeah. If, you, yeah, if someone put him oh under their God, wing, you don't under. You don't understand. He's he's stepping over people and using is other. He re yes, he is. And using other human beings in order to accomplish that—that's—that's that, that's a horrible trait to he have. He had one shot where he was selling some maximums. That was it. Did you do you not remember the episode? Did you just forget about no, I just, what? I just that's wasn't that bad. How do you feel about Elon Musk? <laughs> My opinions of him are not too high. Yeah, he's just—he's just trying to. Make how do you think the internet views? You know. I think I think a lot of people on the internet idolize him. Right. Yeah. So how do you think favorite. the people see Hunt out there? I think there are people that idolize him. Yeah. Because I think they want to they want to probably be him. I don't. I. I, I... There's, there's nothing wrong with trying to just make <laughs> your way in life. Something wrong with that. I'm with you. He's just trying Thank to have you. a thriving business, man. It goes. He's a young that. kid. You don't gotta hate on him. I'm not. He I is just a kid. For the record, he is just a kid. Um, but uh. I think he just needs um, a little discipline. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, by the way. Yeah. I don't want to hear that him. next week. What? I don't want to hear that next week. At the end of the episode, he comes around. He's not a, winning. Nice transform. Even if he loses and he has a transformation of his character, I don't want to hear you're on the hunt train at that point. Oh, we could be higher on him, though, if he like turns around. It's like, hey, you know what? He's actually a pretty good kid. Yeah, if he transforms, we'll see. But he won't. People like that don't change. Seen it too okay, much. Okay, it's all eight-year-olds don't change. Seen it too much in my life. He's he's probably older than that. He's got to be what thirteen. But you think he's older? You think that kid's thing. thirteen? The fact that he's eight should terrify you when he has this mindset. What do you call it? Sigma male grind set. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with getting yeah. some games, dude. And I yeah, honestly, I I think. Um, I think. 
it's society. If, if anything, society. If you, yeah, it does terrify me that an eight-year-old's acting this way. It's society that's you don't know his way. life. What if his family needs this money? He's out there grinding. Yeah, I can assure you that they do not. You can assure that. Yes. Well, to be fair, I can assure you they don't don't because he wouldn't be spending his money on gold chains and a gold hat. <laughs> I or maybe he would because that's the kind of person he is. That's messed up. That's probably not even real gold. It probably isn't because he's. Is yeah. what? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to say what my true feelings on on right, Michael. They're wrong. Um, well, no, I don't believe they're wrong. We just have different. We idolize different. You love Elon Musk. I don't. <laughs> we, don't. We, we who just, do you idolize, though? Who do I idolize? Yeah. Shin Yoshida. Abraham Lincoln. You pick like the <laughs> most like. <laughs> you know. You know. Because like. From that point, you can't even like. Oh, you can. I I, I, I could. Really, really... I could. I probably won't on camera, but I could. <laughs> right. I, I just said the most generic thing I could think of. And I'm sure you could. I'm sure there's some examples of like, ah, that's problematic. Yeah, because, you could. But I'm not gonna say. It's not, on on camera, podcast, yeah, not on this podcast. Yeah, not on this. I don't even know. I, I only know generally speaking. Exactly. I don't know a lot about. You this know story. not what you speak. Who do you idolize? I no man. <laughs> <laughs> He said specifically, no man. <laughs> I am no man. <laughs> Lord of the Rings right there. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a great scene. Yeah, that's a that really scene. good Well, scene. chat, let me know what you think. Um, it's just, this is just nuts. <laughs> this is crazy. We're off the rails tonight. Uh, I'm I'm very happy, though. It does my heart well to know 86% okay. of people are picking Baccaro to win. Um, yeah, it makes sense. I'd be very upset if, if Mike won, honestly. Um, I think Baccaro, so 87% of people say Baccaro, less than 10 say Hunt, 3 say draw, no result. If, um, I want you to know though, more people thought Mimi would win than, than Kong. Those had to be memes though. I mean, there's no way the audience really thought she'd win. I hope not. There's just no way. Yeah, I hope not. Well, listen, we'll see. I mean, it'll be a great episode. I'm sure about that. God, fingers crossed. Well, we hope so. Well, we hope so, yeah. Um, any thoughts on 73? Uh, honestly, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about it other than, like... Who's even the duel? We're making some kind of detective there. thing going on here. Or maybe him just kissing up and... Yeah. I think I, I get a sense it's probably going to be kind of a goofy episode, to be honest. Yeah. That's how most of this arc is felt. Yeah. yeah. And just, like, based on the description, like, if he's trying to gain favor of a... Of a... Someone he's already friends with. What could he possibly be trying to do? It's just you guys has access that he wants. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He's, he's just sucking up for it. Yeah, he's, I know why he would do it. He's time literally with the president. Yeah, but if he's already friends with him, how much could you gain more favor? Like, what is he? Yeah. what extreme is he going to go to to gain I mean, more is, favor than is, he's already this got? This is a rook. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's going to be goofy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, well, we are all picking Baccaro. Almost 90%. I can't remember the last duel that was that high. 87% picking Baccaro. Yeah. Can't remember. Usually it's like 70-30. Maybe it's like high 70s, low 20s. 87% picking Baccaro. Nice, yeah. I think it's people picking with their minds and with their hearts as well. Um, because I don't think anyone... Well, we'll drop that part of the uh, discussion. But um, Don't forget to drop it. Don't forget to drop the... You know, XA. Friendly reminder that Bakura runs on protagonist hair logic. Who said that? Uh, Stinkfly 3. 
He does have pretty good anime protag he hair. He does. He, you know. He does. Well, they're doing that spin-off show of him. For Bakura? Mm-hmm. Is it like a, like, a, like a news reporter? It's like thing? a gritty... Remember the movie Spotlight? I do. It's basically <laughs> the same thing. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's him just breaking... Have you seen Spotlight? Incredible stories. No. That, that's what it's about. It's a great movie, by the great way. Movie. Well, Very chat. good movie. Not maybe <laughs> the best application here, but <laughs> well, I just you know that's the first journalism movie I can think of. I'm using the restroom <laughs> chat. I will be right back if you want to do some supers. Woo! I'll be right back. <laughs> film noir with Baccaro. Remember when I did a, a college film that was noir? When I I shot that, I showed you that. Yeah, one. that was that was life. so great. Wait, do you still have that? I have it somewhere. We need to find yeah, that. It's somewhere. I played a detective in that one. That's your son. This is my son. Don't talk to me or my son ever again. That's what Mimi said. Yeah, that's what, yeah. when Yoshio's dad yeah. walked out the door. Yeah, and that's why he did them wrong. Yeah. He died. And what could he have done, really? Maybe she he had a kid with another family. Oh, uh, that kid. Hunt. Boom! Blew your mind. Uh, oh my god. Thank so they were like meant to be like. Thank yeah. you for the, the dono. All he cared about was work. Hooked up with his secretary. Uh, had him. It's like, Hunt, well, he has to take care of one of them. Yeah, and Hunt gets all his principles from his dad. Selfishness. Family discourse. There you go. Wow. It's for a spinoff. That's a good... I, 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 a Yu-Gi-Oh drama. I think that's, I that's love, what's But nice. I want it shot in daytime drama TV. Oh, yeah, Like absolutely. a soap opera. Yeah. Like, super dramatic camera And, angles, like, all, all the music. perspectives. Like, it can't be, like, regular... At, no, we're doing, like, yes, flat, absolutely. like, straight on. Yeah. Completely over-dramatic acting. That's what I want. Genius. That's a billion dollar idea. Yeah, we're writing stuff tonight. Should we do some donos while he's gone? He's going to be gone, bro. Oh, yeah, we should do it, yeah. Wait, I, um, I just want to answer the, the uh, Cammy's question. Uh, what is the difference between a film noir and a horror movie? Um, pretty, Actually, pretty drastically different yes. genres. Film noir is more like, imagine a black and white sort of gritty detective film. Like, think like the yeah. 40s? 40s, 50s, yeah. Yeah. And then it's so it's not like scary. It's just like gritty and about more about like detectives and like America at the time, really. Yeah, or actually, like, not even necessarily America. I mean, there's French. Yeah, film noir. it's usually the underbelly of society. Underbelly, yeah, yeah. And then you have obviously horror movies, which speak for themselves. The idea is mainly to to scare you. I mean, that's that's the intention of a horror movie. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, good question. Um. We'll do a couple of donos while Dylan's gone. Sounds good. Um, oh, no, he's back, so. N- never mind. Uh, don't jump. Jesus. Hey, Liza. Hey. This isn't Liza. This is my son. And when that happens and you think that's Liza, I've known you've lost it. Dude, why? There's no reason an acorn should bleed. Well, no, I think it's the blood from the mouth. But then why is he eating an acorn? What if he's squeezing it so hard his hands are bleeding around oh, the acorn? Wow, that's a good idea. But would you think a zombie squirrel would eat acorns? I don't know. I've never encountered a zombie squirrel. Hopefully we never have to. Do you see a, a zombie eat regu- like a human zombie? Like a hamburger? Regu- yeah. I mean... Or even anything. They would eat a human. cow. They would eat a cow. Me- Mega Karibo, I want to thank you for the $4 tips. Um, really appreciate it, my friend. Hey guys, enjoyed the episode. I'm enjoying this art for what it is. I've been turning my brain off and enjoying the fun instead of expecting go. big plot elements. I feel like if I expect big plot, it will disappoint me like in the last arc. That's true. I think a lot of times expectations can sometimes be letdowns. Like for me, like 
I spout all these theories, I have all these discussions, I host all these discussions on my channel, but like, whatever way they go, as long as it's like interesting, and I think well executed, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, but there are a lot, I, I'm not saying you're one of the Mega Kariba, but there are a lot of people that I know that will think something massive is going to happen, right. or like, this is exactly how it will play out, and then if it doesn't, they get angry at that. Right. So, you know, that's, uh, yeah. That's that. That's that. And but Mega, enjoy it. Just Mega's turn your brain off and one. enjoy it. Yes. That, I mean, that's honestly part of why I've been enjoying the episodes, because I don't expect make create expect expectations i enjoy the quirkiness of it well yes. i enjoyed last arc the whole luke man plot didn't go at all as i expected and it was a bit too over the top for me so i think i'm done theorizing and we'll just accept the show for what it is a fun silly show with card games plot isn't the focus yeah and listen if you make that realization and you still want to watch the show and you're still enjoying yeah, it yeah then that is then you have reached pinnacle success if you Refuse to accept that reality. Bash the show every week. Still watch it. Still watch it. Yeah. Or you make that that um, assumption, not assumption, but realization, and still watch it even if you don't enjoy it, then that's probably when it's time to move yeah. on to a different show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it sounds like masochistic behavior where it's like, hey, I hate this and I hate watching this, but I'm still going to do it. a lot of channels that love doing that. Yeah. Hate watch. money off of that. Yeah. A lot of people like, love hate that? watching. It's like you're just wasting your time. Yeah. And yeah, watch something you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people love uh, love hate watching, but I mean, there's been a lot of things that I um, have obviously theorized or thought would happen that didn't with Arc Five, with Vrains, with uh, Sevens. But as long as it's well executed and interesting, I, I'm never gonna bash it and say, "Oh, I wish they did this." There will be times where I'm like, "Oh, I, like I didn't really like the Battle Beast arc, or I didn't love the ending of Arc Five. But like, I don't think those are like. Because I set my expectations too high. I just don't think they were well-executed storylines. So, like, there's that aspect of it as well. But there's been not many things in Sevens where I was like, yeah, I really just thought that was bad. I mean, there have been some things, like the Luke pigeon duel. God. I was not... That, might, that <laughs> might be the low point of the show. Yeah, so, like, there's, of course, been some things with Absolutely. every like with every show. But imagine. You know. It's just some things that don't land right. for me. Right, exactly. That's right. really yeah. it. Like, there was an attempt, it just didn't land, really. Right, exactly. The Flail IPS, thank you for the $4 tip. I'm Flail IPS, not Flail Lips. I know, I know, man, I'm sorry. Come on. Mimi gets around a lot work-wise. <laughs> you what? Work-wise. We said work-wise. Right, but I... um, And also, I believe Yuga will be the sixth sibling because it'll be interesting. Uh, that's pretty fascinating. 56% of voters today believe Yuga will be the sixth sibling. I'm not one of those. But the majority of people think he will be the sixth sibling. Um, I know. It so it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. And Flail is one of them. Flail IBS, it's horror. It's horrifying. Put it away, Dill, before we blow up Goha. I think Rowan takes her cooking seriously. But yeah, she should. She's an artist. Artiste. She is an artiste. Um, Flail IPS, thank you so much for the tips, man. Thank you for being here. And... Um, yeah, there was another one. Sorry, Pete and Nick, but I'm with Dill. Um, but Dill, oh. <laughs> in the words of Greed from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, greed may, greed may not be good, but it's not evil either. You, th you humans think greed is just money or power, but everyone wants something they can't have. It's true. What do you think about it? Greed does not necessarily have to be monetarily. Yeah, well, that's true. We just often think of it in that way. It's kind of a fascinating quote because I believe greed is an evil trait to have but it's one of the seven deadly it sins it is one of the seven deadly sins um 
everyone wants something they can't have. So I guess that's kind of humanizing greed. Right, right. Which I get that as yeah. well. Which is why the greed character from <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was the one that, to say it. So it's a bit ironic, but um, did you watch Brotherhood? I've heard it's I've watched great. a little bit of Brotherhood. Is he like a villain? Yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah. The, the, all those characters are related to Seven Deadly Sins. Oh really? Like, I didn't know that. Villains. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I think you could humanize greed, sure, but I'm. I mean, I'm with. You. I was joking, I, I, honestly. So I'm. I am with Dylan as well. I mean, really? I don't. I don't hate a, an eight-year-old, but I. I think, don't hate him. Eh. I think his behavior is abhorrent. I can say that. I'm abhorrent. If you see an eight-year-old in in a McDonald's throwing trays at other families and stuff, you you're not allowed to say, "Well, that eight-year-old's behavior is horrible." Yeah, absolutely. Of course, you can say that. That's that's what I'm saying with with Hunt. Well, you said I don't think someone like that could change. Is what you said verbatim. I have my doubts about that. Seeing people in my life as they've gotten older, some people have changed. You've often been around lots of eight to ten year olds who well, never change their behavior. No, I. <laughs> there were they were kids. You guys are a lot. There were kids when I was younger that were in my friend groups that um, behaved. I thought abhorrently. And I don't think their behavior into adulthood, the ones that are still around, um, has gotten any better. So that's all I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. No, I don't. No, no. See, that's where we have our disagreement, I think. (laughs) Well, well, what's the disagreement? You know people that have changed for the better. Yeah. And I do too. Yeah. But I'm just saying that. You're saying. The, The problem is systemic. It's not the issue. Isn't the fact that uh, he's a terrible person? It's the fact that he was motivated by money and greed, right? As an eight-year-old, right? Because of his environment. But we don't know if it's because of his environment. At eight Actually, year old, it's, at eight years old, it's because of your environment. Everything I've seen. Well, this show is not a, a mirror of reality. We have Yuga in Goha Corporation. But you're mirroring reality. You're I'm, the one saying I've seen people and people like that don't change. You're mirroring reality. Well, I've I've seen. A couple of people in my life. But you're mirroring reality, then. It, yes, I am mirroring reality in my own skewed wh- version of reality. In, in my own, I think in reality. most of our lives, as a kid, to make money, we all tried to sell things or make a quick buck so we could afford whatever we wanted, like, like a soda. video game or something else. I mean, that's just like marking up sodas in high school. Right. Yeah. I didn't mark so, it up, actually, which is crazy. It was, it was absolutely so, a so No, it wasn't. Sodas um, were illegal in high school, and I smuggled them into the high school. Right. And I would sell them to students who wanted soda. But see, that was is breaking... That unethical the, behavior? I was breaking no, the rules. No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was unethical. I think it was unethical of the school systems to dictate what kids cannot and can drink in high school. Just like we couldn't wear hats or chew gum. Right. Do you think it should have been an anarchy? I don't think it should have been an anarchy. <laughs> I don't think it should have been an anarchy, but that that was a little extreme. So I was fighting the system yeah. by bringing in sodas to the school. And I'm all for you, by the way. Right, I know that. Fight, fight the system, yeah, right, for sure. Right. Um, so we're saying the same thing. No, but we but, fight. We but you're fight making for a pro- if you wait. Now, how much was how much were those twelve packs? Those twelve packs were for one twelve pack. They were five bucks. And you sold them for a dollar each. Dollar each. So you made a profit. I made a very so slight. There, profit. there was a, there was a markup. There was a markup, but given the um, if you given sold the it at market, cost, if you sold that cost, if you sold that cost, you'd be doing them a service. You're doing yourself a service. You're... No, you're wrong. 
what I could have done, by the way, because I had a complete monopoly on that market, is I could have sold those sodas for three bucks a pop, and people would have bought. So then you're not fighting the system. You are I am the fighting the system. No, I'm not the system because I sold the sodas at such a low markup cost. I could have gone out and bought myself a twelve pack and brought those in myself. You could have, but you didn't. I never sold you a soda, so I don't know mm. what I don't I don't know what I'm just saying. saying you know, I did buy a couple sodas. People can be motivated by greed and change. I've seen it in the flesh. <laughs> you think that was motivated by greed? Absolutely. Or, or it wasn't motivated by graciousness. That was that was motivated by having enough money to just do things with friends, like go to a pizzeria. That's, that's what Hunt's doing. The gold bars in his office. That that's that's money. That, to, that's money that's to a just, fault. That's just the. The vision of sevens that oh it had to take but to also the top it's not just that he's he's abandoning his friends for money. It goes beyond just wanting to make a profit. That that did I don't think you even watched the same episode. I think you have a lot of biasness. I don't. I don't. I just think I just think we didn't watch the same episode, and that's fine. We took we took different things from that episode. No, I, I'm taking the same thing you are. I just think. Self-reflection can be a very difficult thing. Oh yeah. God, I cannot believe the you're... First, <laughs> the first thing that you have to do is admit that there's a problem. No, I, I know for a fact... I don't, think, I don't think you're currently like that. I'm just saying I think you see a former self uh, in him that you were not happy with at the time. No, I'm, And you've moved on. If from. I put a backpack on that I'm, kid with sodas in it, that's you. Yeah. Same guy. No. Because I didn't abandon my friends for profit... And I, you, you can, you can joke around about it all you want, but you know in your heart that never happened. I didn't abandon my friends for profit, and I didn't make money to the point where I was showing it off and flaunting it. I mean, you use a lot of that money to buy lottery tickets and and then try to make more money off of it. So. Right. Well, lottery, but like, I never won lottery tickets. But if you lottery did, are you probably would have bought gold chains. I would not have bought gold chains. I would have bought a home for my mom. You know, what? I'm buying it for a you, you, guys, you guys are crazy. You, I mean, you guys really. You haven't talked to your mom I'm in just three saying, years. I'm just, I'm just saying an eight-year-old can change. I'm not disagreeing with you. You are. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that the behavior that he has shown, specifically him, has been very concerning. Sure, right. and, and, and I and I have my doubts that someone like that. Can and do. now, if you see that progression this episode, mm -hmm. will you come on next week to? Maybe speak in lighter tones about it. So, sure. here's my concern. As oh, someone, yeah, as someone who, and maybe in a different world, yeah. decided to finish pursuing counseling, that perspective of I have trouble think, seeing someone like that, thinking that someone like that could change, is a concerning thing from another counselor. It, it would be. That perspective He's is going counseling. counseling. And, and, and if, I, if I completed my course... Yeah. That, maybe your perspective. I think would my be perspective different. would be different. Maybe, yeah, maybe it would be, yeah. Because I understand it's flawed thinking. It is, it well, is. it's like when the court asked, "Can you have an unbiased perception of the uh, the, the court during jury duty?" Yeah, and um, you know you have to say yes or no. And they still pick you anyway. They still pick me anyway. <laughs> I brought up the Casey Anthony trial uh, to the judge, and she said, "Well, that's interesting." And I was like, "The judicial system, I, I think, is is pretty bad here." It is. Still pick me for one of the jurors. They liked that you had moxie. I guess that's what it was. Yeah. I you're not allowed to do lottery tickets until you're 21, but I would walk into 7-Elevens, go to the machines and they yeah, would they never didn't care. They I didn't was care. I was 15. I was clearly not 21. No. Oh yeah, but you also didn't need anyone over there. It literally just feed your money in, it comes out, you walk Yeah, out those the machines store. are kind of crazy. So, mm -hmm. And it was yeah. right by the front door. Yeah. So. And they're making money. They're not they don't care. They, they, they care pretend at all. like they pretend like they don't see you. Yeah. Well, I think, listen. We, I think we can move on. <laughs> 
I got I got my joy you out of this. Right, you know what? We'll talk more about it next week. I got, um, my, I got my joy out of that. Um, but now I have my ammo for the canceling and keep coming. I love that. Yeah. I, I think I'm done with the uh, with the links. Oh no, Can I have one. See- from CSON and Vaughn. Okay, cool. That's yeah, all right. Great. Um, thank you for the two dollar tip, CSON and Vaughn. Can someone explain to me why drones with no sense of taste are in charge of cooking <laughs> food? Someone calling Gordon Ramsay. We've got some serious nightmares for the kitchen. I love seeing his reaction to Roman's cooking language and all. Yeah. I mean, well, why did why, also why did the drones all have masks on but Roman did not? Masks. Didn't all the drones weren't they wearing masks in the kitchen? I mean, not they can't spread anything. Right, exactly. I think that was part of the joke. They're Pull drunk. it up. I thought they were I, I, it's, it's on my hard drive. Uh, I'll go re-download it. No, I'll, no I'll, I'll grab it. I got it. I, I Maybe it's just their, maybe it was just their design. Maybe I was just seeing yeah, it. I don't know. Them. Maybe I, now I'm drawing a blank on that. But I do want to say, I don't, who's to say that the, the drones nowadays don't have taste sensors? Right. Well, it's Goha. So it's top of the line dronery. So they probably do have taste sensors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just everything there is made off of um, drones. Drones are just the the pinnacle of their job. Yeah, I mean, dro- yeah, drones are the pinnacle of their job. Did you pull up the picture, man? No, Come on. I gotta find it. So why don't you go to why don't you go to the next zone, bro? You gotta. You gotta... Yeah, they do. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, oh, they yeah. were wearing them, and Roman oh, wasn't wearing. Yeah, they're all wearing masks, and Roman was wasn't wearing a mask. I well, no, uh, neither was our head chef, though. That's well, true. Most of them were wearing. Like, that's true, but it's just ironic to me that the human wasn't. And Maybe that's probably yeah. part of the joke. And also, she's an eleven-year-old. She's probably gross as hell. And she... Damn. So you're assuming all eleven-year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's why we have to teach them about hygiene. I think that's part of the right. counseling curriculum. And that's I believe that when we teach them that, they'll change. Yeah. Some people do, and some people don't. Have you ever heard of the phrase, um... <laughs> uncondi- uh, uh, um unconditional goodwill? No. Good- no? What is that? It's, it's, a it's, it's like a perspective that counselors should go into their stu- with their students. They should have goodwill towards their student regardless of I, preconceived notions. Now, you know I'm not a counselor. No, I know, but I feel like... For you, good reason. I was only in it for a semester. Yeah, yeah, it, was all, it was all the general yeah. concepts that I don't really remember much of. That was five years ago. But as someone who want, thought about... I did think pre- about pursuing, it. And yeah. then I thought, it, yeah, not enough of me. Yeah. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk to me like this? I agree with him. Thank God you are not mentoring the youth of America. Oh, my Lord. That's why I went into sales instead. Right. Uh, because. The, the complete opposite. Because you're much like I'm, By the way, I'm not in sales. I would never do sales. He's a deceptive parasite. <laughs> what, what was the rest of Season of Us donation? Did we, did we address all yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we addressed everything regarding that. Uh, <laughs> so we'll just continue with um, some of the, the links. Thomas, right? Uh, yeah, next is Thomas. TNX Rail with uh, the two pounds. Um, that Jets result from, as you... That Jets results from, as you know, a Titan fan? Uh, the Jets suck. I, that probably will be our only win. The Titans are probably the weirdest team in football, right? Lose to the Jets, beat, beat the, the two Bills AFC the championship yeah. teams. But hey, you know. that's uh, any given Sunday, they say in the NFL. You know, Unless you're prof- the Jets or the Lions. You're prof- yeah, no, the Jets did it. Professional team, they won a game. Yeah, yeah now we um, 
Get to watch Mike White this weekend. Yeah, we're going to the Bengals-Jets game, unfortunately. Um, yeah, you dragged me to it, so thanks. Sorry. I can't even deny that. TNX Rail, man. Go go Titans. I like the Titans, so. Um, you wore the Titans in Madden at one point. I was the Titans in Madden. Vince Young, 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go Titans. Um, yeah, awesome. I think it was like Very 2008. It was Madden 08. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> TNX, thank you, man. Uh, Jets suck. We have $20 from X-Slayer. Thank there you, X. Go. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. If a movie was to happen, my predictions um, is a DM reboot where we get a new story with the same characters, same arc, but now everyone uses all the summoning mechanics in different scenarios of every duel and result. Wow. It may be cool because you established the game already, and all that stuff exists now. So right, so we can cut out game. the... Yeah. yeah, they can just do whatever they want. <laughs> They can redo, like, Duelist Kingdom with Pegasus as, like, the main threat, and uh, that would actually be see, pretty interesting. See Seto Kaiba XZs. Yeah. He has an XZ's blue eyes. He's, he can synchro that blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so, like, it, it would be really, really fascinating if um, if they did that. But yeah. X-Layer, we'll see. I, I still believe that if they do a movie, it probably will be based on the original, so... Uh, for that reason, X-Slayer, I do Thank actually believe that there the maybe is some legitimacy to that. But, you know, we'll wait and see. Um, I'm not, I don't want to get too crazy on the Hopium for a movie, but I'll definitely be hyping it up between now and Jump Festa, which is only less than two months away. X-Slayer, thank you for the very generous super chat, man. I, I greatly appreciate it, dude. Love you, man. Thank you. The bomb. Um, we've got $5 from Philip Rosewood. Um, okay, so I got the message, Dill. Um, I sent you my story called Orison Curse. You responded to the ARC 5 fanfic I sent you, so if you read the Orison Curse, that's me. Oh, I will, um... Different story, then. Yeah, so I will, I will read that, Philip, absolutely. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, thank you, Philip. I'm excited to read more of your work, and, uh, thank you for another super, my friend. I, uh, greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Actually, I'm gonna, con- before, I'll come back around, I say just one, but I'll continue it, because this is a continuation of that. Ten okay. more dollars from Philip Rosewood. Thank you so much, Philip. Um, I'll send you my real work, Orison's Curse. This whole time I was thinking you read that, but the Arc 5 fanfic was written by two people. I just wanted to send it to you for better Arc 5 story, so I'll clarify. Oh, did I not read the right story? Yeah, you read oh, the arc. Yeah, so uh, unless unless I, I assume I don't know I don't know what you read and what you didn't read, but I guess what you responded to was the arc five fanfic. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Philip. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, send it to me and I will read it by um by the next sevens up. I will read it, Philip. I'm I'm sorry about that, man. I was under the impression that you had written that fanfic, but um. I th- I'm I'm under the impression that he he might have been one of the two people. One of the two people. Well, but, Claire. Well, yeah. Don't you don't have to donate again, by the way. You can just write it in the chat. But Philip, thank you for another high amount of supers, man. Love you, dude. I'm excited good. to read uh read your story tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, did he say one more? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I'll read that one too, just to to, to yeah. wrap up that uh trilogy. Um, sorry for five more from Philip. Uh, sorry for the confusion. I'll send you more of the R5 fanfic alongside my actual work. I can't take credit for something I didn't make. Just want to share it. Okay. Gotcha. So, he, yeah. Well, you have good taste in stories, so I'm excited to read your actual work, Philip. I, I apologize. I thought you were, you were, um, the writer of that fanfic. Um, but no worries. I will, uh, read everything. So, uh, I will let you know what I think of your work. Your actual work. <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be grand. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But thank you, Philip. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. And thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Um, we have $5 from Ice Aiden. Thank you, Ice. Do you guys think Mimi will ever get a win, or um, is her role to be more of support and investigate for the main crew? 
Yeah, so, we touched upon that. Already so, yeah. touched about it, Ice Aiden, um, a little earlier. Um, they believe that she will get one I win. One, at least. I don't. I don't. I think she will end as the president of Goha, but I, I don't think, think she will get a win. Yeah. But I do think the latter is more yeah. possible, yeah. more likely. No, she won't. She's kind of the mother, and she's the support and investigation part of the crew, and that's really it. Yeah, yeah. I will see, Ice. Yeah. For all the Mimi fans, I hope she does get one. I, do, I, I hope so, too. Um, we have five Australian dollars from Electric Kevin. Thank you, Kev. Thank you, man. Get hype for the next two Pokemon episodes. Airing tomorrow, Ash ranked 64th versus his rival of this series, Bea, ranked 30th. Sounds awesome, honestly. I've Is Bea the same Bea like the karate Bea? Type in Bea Pokemon. It, it actually might be because I know they brought back a bunch of... um. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely her. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I did not realize that she was the, um, the fighting, uh, not the fighting gym, but the, uh, the rival for this arc. That's cool. Um, Pete, who do you think wins? Uh, Ash or Bea? I mean, it, from what, only from what Kevin has been describing, it seems like Ash is on some kind of run here, so yeah. I would pick Ash. Yeah, he's up to 64. I've never Wasn't watched he? the show. Yeah. He, I remember he cracked the top 100. Right. Now he's at 64 at... It's got to be pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ash. Um, I also know like Cynthia is. <laughs> I also know Cynthia is showing up in December to like help promote um, Diamond and Pearl. I had heard that Kevin. So yeah, Pokemon anime seems to be doing some amazing things. So I'm I ignore them. I don't know what they're doing. So I'm very excited um, to see uh, to see to keep hearing about it because I hear about it on Twitter. I hear about it from you. Um, I do need. I should binge watch it. If I had more time, I'd, I'd binge watch it. But um, maybe if I ever reach Twitch partner, I'll I'll go ahead and <laughs> binge watch. Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys; it's it's 18 plus stuff that they're oh that they're looking at now, and it's, it's for the record, warning to anyone. <laughs> it's late here on the East Coast. Man. If you just look up Google Images Pokemon Bea, there are most a lot of normal images, but on the first like pretty like first twenty images, there's a yeah. lot of not safe for work content. It ain't good. That's right on Google. That's right on Google. All you typed <laughs> in was Pokemon Bea. I, That's why I'm laughing. I so yeah. Hard, <laughs> Kevin, thank you, man. Uh, I'm rooting for Ash. I'm rooting for Ash. Who do you think wins, Ash or Bayo? Ash, for sure. Picking Ash, yeah. We're all picking Ash. We mean nothing. We don't watch the show, but, um, yeah. we Seems up. like an exciting show. No, yeah. it seems it seems like sure Arc 5 done really, really well, yeah. Not super NSFW, but, like, it's some of it's pretty bad. Definitely suggestive at the minimum. Next. Someone was asking. I just want to make sure it's clear, because a kid could literally Google that. They could. To find out about the character from the anime. That's concerning to me. That's Google's algorithm. Yeah. They're, they're not, yeah. We have two pounds from TNX Rail. Thank you, Thomas. Um, I try Roman's cooking, but I may be a bit crazy. Honestly, same, bro. I would not. I would. Well, I actually, you know made what? It. No, but... I don't think hers was yeah. going to explode. You know, I think here's my thing. I would have... But after seeing the type of explosion that happened when the two of them mixed. But then uh, again, you could have an iron stomach like Rook. Be completely fine. Yeah, he was perfectly <laughs> content after it exploded. So, yeah. Dep it depends on I'd, how hungry you are. I'd try anything once. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try it. Even separately? No, not even. Even if you didn't mix them? No. Well, That's you're fair. a picky eater, so. I'm a bit picky, yeah. That's fine. That's, that's okay. Yeah. 
Thomas, thank you, man. Um, we have five dollars and five Canadian dollars and nine cents um, from Pickrick. Thank you, Pick. Um, Hunt had a nasty look in the preview, so going with Bakuro. Also, no sign of the rest of the Dino Club. Really went from a bone digger to a gold digger. Yeah, he that, did. I it, like that. I like that. I, I, I like that too, Rick. That's good play on words. Um, yeah, I don't know what's gone on with Khan. It's almost like they kind of have abandoned him. Um, I also will never forget all the groups were sitting together in a row like this. And he was separate. Um, and he was separate from them. He was like in front of them, which I was like, that's kind of weird. I think that will be further talked about in this episode. Also, remember, he's using Bakaro to seemingly interview people to get to where he wants to go. And I think that gives Bakaro even more motivation to duel him and defeat him. I'd be very surprised if Bakaro doesn't win this duel, honestly. I, I really would be. I feel pretty good about that pick. But, um, yeah, listen, pick. Thank you so much. And, uh... Uh, didn't do a watch long for 71. We might do a live one for 72 or subbed, but we will, uh, we will see about that. But pick, thank you so much, man. I just want to make, cause I think there's another, uh, whale here that came in a little bit after. Cool. Um, just want to make sure you can confirm that later. Um, so the next link is, oh, not link, excuse me, uh, super chat. We have five pounds from Nicholas Horton. Um, do you think the Yu-Gi-Oh anime will have unhinged world destruction type villains again? Or stay with the sevens format of villains. Like ever? He, he meant to say, do you think the next Yu-Gi-Oh! anime? Well, I could. Um, oh. I believe, which is fine. I think, or next, or any future. Do you anime. think the next Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, yeah, will have unhinged world destruction Dep depends. villains? Does it stay with Bridge? I think it will stay with Bridge. Um, I believe that Yu-Gi-Oh! sevens will. Yu-Gi-Oh! eight, excuse me. Oh. Will have world destruction type villains. I agree. I don't read it the same way you do, though. I think he meant, like, as an IP, like the future of Yu Gi Oh, not specifically. Oh, well, then yeah. I feel very good saying at some point, yeah. yes. I think the next one will as well. I think the next one, I think. I think they're going to try to have Yu-Gi-Oh! 8 and 9 grow with the audience. I really do. Yeah, I, and I, I think agree. by Yu-Gi-Oh! 9, the people that were 10, 11, 12 years old that started with Rush Duels, they're going to be 17, 18 years old now. And I think that they're going to try to not get crazy, but I think we will see a little bit of step up in more consistent seriousness, but obviously with comedy still being the main yeah. focal point. That's what I believe, at least. That's what I think they'll do. Yeah, I very much agree. I would like to see that. Yeah. yeah. Nicholas, thank I, you. I man. never thought coming off of the last show that I would miss stakes. Yeah, and that well, show fair. Had, it was stakes every I know, single I know. week. Like, yeah. yeah, well, you know, this hopefully it'll be a more balanced. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have two more dollars from Philip Rosewood. Um, I'll just send the two chapters tonight for sure. Yeah, send them both. I I promise yeah. you, Philip. I will um I will read them before um the next seven's up. I promise, Phil. Cool. And then as of now, I think this is our last link. Uh, our uh, super chat okay. it's five uh pounds from nicholas horton saying the upcoming asher's bay rematch battle is a two-parter battle right yeah, that's, that's what it sounded yeah. like from what kevin that, said yeah yeah that should be I, really interesting. i'm excited i'll watch the amv of it yeah i watched a lot of amvs of the pokemon battles on see YouTube. the highlights yeah. to see the highlights yeah, it's it's surprising cool. that people get those up and get them to stay up yeah i guess because the usually the footage is going so quick yeah. that yeah, the quick auto the automated bots don't detect it and it would have to be detected by someone who worked for the company yeah. Um, which will happen, but, you know, it usually takes a little bit of time. Um, oh, wait, no, before we go, real quick, uh, 10 more dollars from X-Slayer. Bro, <coughs> Brust of Destiny, Starlight, Rare Starlight Road being printed. Also, will the next anime had all the dueling format include cross-duel in the mix? Because that, 
the way I'm feeling it could happen. Huh. Well, Xlayer, thank you for another big super chat. We are opening a case of Burst of Destiny, <laughs> uh, half a case. Oh, Burst of. Six boxes of Burst of Destiny on Twitch. That will be probably in early-ish November. So if you don't follow me on Twitch, I highly recommend you do. That will not be here on YouTube. That will be on Super Deep Rot Twitch. So that'll be a lot of fun. We are opening half a case. We'll see if I can pull my first ever Starlight. Probably not, spoiler alert. Uh, but very excited for the Starlights in, um, in Burst of Destiny, X-Slayer. I don't believe Cross Duel will be in the mix. Um, I don't. I think that that's going to be a separate, um, you know, phone mobile game. I don't think it will tie into the anime. I really do believe X-Slayer, the next anime, will be solely Rush Duels. I, I, I think that they're still going to focus on Rush Duels. I think they're going to add more um, mechanics in Yu-Gi-Oh! 8 to make Rush yeah. Duels a little more expansive. Mm -hmm. But I think Rush Duels will still be the primary focus. But X-Slayer, man... We'll, uh, you know, keep monitoring that. Thank you so much for a very generous They prove they can do it. They, they prove they can do they it. They can add and not overcomplicate the game. Not break the game. Fusions, yeah. but it's all specific material. Yeah. That, that yeah. balances I it. I love that. Rather than fusion monster, two dark type monsters. Two well, lunalite monsters, right. you know. Uh, Flail Lips, thank you for another $2 tip. I'm not saying you're wrong about greed, but I honestly think of pride as a worse evil. It's so easy to give in to pride. Greed is a temptation like lust and envy. Pride can be something from self-love to straight-up egotistical slash arrogance to God complex. What do you guys, what do you guys think? It's kind of the argument we were having with you. You have a, <laughs> too much pride in admitting that Hunt can change and... Yeah, no, I was I was arguing from the point that you believe I I am present day like Hunt, because that I would strongly disagree with. If that's how you guys feel. That's how you feel. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change your opinions. I think you're a good guy. Hey, I don't need. I think you used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> um, uh, I I don't fully agree. I mean, I I really think um, I think all the. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I think greed is worse. But, again, it's just an opinion thing, you know? I mean, Pride can be... It can go bad. Yeah, it, go bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think they're all pretty bad in their own right because of the range, right? All of those things can... The, 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 without getting too philosophical, I think um, the idea of all of them is that in small doses, that's human. But at the extreme of all of them is where yeah. it gets becomes evil. All, for any, any one of those seven deadly sins, like, it's not because you're doing it, it's because... It goes into the realm of evil because you're taking it to that yeah. extreme, and that's for every like lust, envy, pride, greed causes p bad people to do bad things. As Kevin uh, said, you could look thing. at Seto Kaiba as having too much pride. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, willing to throw away his life for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, will, I will kill myself. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, listen. Um, that that's good. It's it's the extremes of all of those seven things can get pretty dangerous yeah. and bad. But I definitely see your point. Yeah. Um. Well. Um, guys, that is going to wrap up episode 71, uh, Queen of Curry here on Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s Up. Nick T and Pete, thank you guys so much for, uh, doing this with me. Exactly. Really appreciate it. They do some great stuff. They're going to promote their work. Everything they have is linked down below. Uh, Nick T, why don't you promote what's uh, coming up for you? Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, Twitch has been a bit, bit quiet, as many of you may have noticed. Um, I've had a lot going on with, uh, school and my, my whole schedule has just been a lot. Um, but I hopefully we'll be returning, um, I don't know, December, at, th at the latest second or th first or second week of December. I want a Christmas stream where you're drinking eggnog. 
Oh, we're gonna get one. Oh yeah, this maybe like the ne- Christmas night. I get home from my like grandma's on Christmas Day, and they'll be like, I don't know, six, seven, eight o'clock, That's whatever, what and then I'm just gonna get blacked out. And I, and I don't want to see you <laughs> in it. You have to wear a Christmas hat. I'll do that. I'll do that for you. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Twitch.tv slash Nick Fights Moms. Maybe we'll finish the Pokemon uh, randomizing that's locked, or maybe I'll play a few songs. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, on the music front, um, Nameling has a new song coming out in less than a week now. It's um, six days, almost exactly. No, excuse me, five days? Basically It'll be mon- Monday at midnight Yeah. going into Tuesday. Um, so Day of the Dead. It'll be November 1st going to November 2nd. New song, um, old song for me. It's I wrote that song seven years ago now, and it finally got recorded in a very different version, and it's being put out, so... Be on the lookout for that. Awesome. I also made the art myself, and I'm very proud of it. So go compliment me on Twitter for it's that. Good stuff. Um, yeah, that's it for now. Yeah, uh, channel Clueless Gamers on YouTube. Uh, normally do some reactions over there. I still have to upload the rest of What If. So if you've been waiting for that series, I apologize for that. Kind of like Nick T. Um, I, I don't bro. have any free time to do anything really right now. Um, just kind of that time of the year of what's going on as we go into the holiday season. Uh, but I promise I'll get to that. Uh, we also do over there, uh, my friend Brian and I do an NFL football podcast called First in Ten. We'll be recording that episode probably in a few days or so, and then you'll see that towards the beginning, middle of next week for the next episode of that. So if you're looking forward to that, um, check that out. We'll probably also talk about the horrific Jets game that we're going to go to on Sunday, which should be a nightmare. Uh, and for all other things in my life or anything in general, follow me on Twitter at beavercarrow 21 Follow these guys. They're great. Uh, Pete and Nick T, thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for being part of episode 71, Queen of Curry. And all of you guys, thank you. Um, to everyone that was here watching, thank you so much. To everyone that decided to donate via the link or super chat, thank you, thank you, thank you. You do not know how much it helps the channel, helps me out, and helps out the content creation and streaming process. You genuinely breathe so much life into this channel. And uh, I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Uh, we will see you next Wednesday for some more uh, Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up. That'll be episode 72. Uh, We are done with content on YouTube and Twitch, really, for the rest of the month. Um, We might have a stream on Saturday if we do the watch-along live. I'm not sure if I will, but maybe stay tuned for that. No more videos. Kaido Galaxy Eyes Unused Monsters dropped today, in case you want to check that out. Uh, And in November, we might do a video every day. Still undecided on that. Thank you guys all so much for watching. Uh, Take care of yourselves, and I hope you have an amazing amazing day. day. Take care, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. When was the last time you